like if I'm ever like, oh, there's a catchy new hip hop song, uh, and uh, but I don't know who sings it. It's always Drake. Yeah, he's uh, someone said that he's uh, what did they say? He's khaki rap. Khaki rap. Yeah, like khaki pants, but for rap. Yep, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I always want to hate it every every time I hear it. I, I want to hate it, but uh, it gets stuck in my head. Hotline Bling was cool. But I hated Hotline Bling when I first heard it. Yeah. And then it, it got stuck in my head. And then all the little uh, dance like and the, and the, memes and the came out. Yeah. I don't know. I've never I've never been into him. Really it, since I left the city, you, 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 you. Um, yeah, he's just I don't know, man. He's uh he's real monotone. Yeah. <laughs> you know You know how it's me dri- yeah. How I was talking about um I get annoyed by what YouTube puts on my like suggested, mm-hmm. but I'm like, fuck, I don't want to watch this. But then I click on it anyways because I actually do want to watch it, I guess. And I'm like, oh it knows God. me so well. <laughs> I'm like, why do they suggest this to me? And then I'm like, I click on it and I'm like, that's why. Oh, that's why. Yeah. But so anytime there's any kind of new like dance challenge or, or stuff like that, that always pop up on my, on my screen. So uh, there's like a Kiki challenge or something. Kiki so challenge? It, in my feelings challenge. Oh, I think I have seen that. Where the, it's like the heart. Yeah. And they're like outside of a car for some reason. Oh yeah, okay, I have seen that. I don't know who the first person to do that, or if it's part of the challenge. A or, jackass, maybe. Or how does a challenge become a challenge? Like, what did Drake like? It's just a viral necessity. I like. I want. I want to believe that inside of uh, his CD covers, which mm-hmm. nobody buys CDs, <laughs> so that wouldn't work. But there was like a little, a little insert, right? And it says like, "You've been challenged for the KK challenge," and it gives you like instructions. Mm-hmm. And then you got to do it, or it's seven days or something. Oh, or uh, Simone will come out of the TV and kill you. Yeah. What's her name, Simone? I don't know. It's from The Ring. Or The Grudge. Mm. Or, yeah. or the <laughs> Conjuring. Well, I don't know. I don't remember which one it is. Or it could be uh, the mom from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh. <laughs> you remember is, that? Yeah. That was, a, that was a terrifying scene. Yeah. Wait, didn't she end up becoming uh, I don't remember. Lust? That was a long time ago. Right? Oh, spoiler she was alert. One of them, she was one of them uh, homunculi. Homunculi's? Yeah. Oh, dude, didn't we saw... Oh, wait. Where was I? I was... Uh, where was I? I was at some place with some friends, and uh, one of the waitresses had the tattoo, the, like, lust tattoo, like, on her... Oh, yeah? On her TTs. Uh-oh. And I was like, you must be lustful. And she's like, how'd you know? Yeah, she was like, do you guys want waters? <laughs> As I'm a digital cyber demon. Son of a bitch. Nope, that fits. Damn it, Asterios. It fits perfectly. <laughs> he won't leave. We invited him on one time and he won't leave. I don't want him to leave. I love that guy. Speaking of uh, on, welcome back to Idiot Syncratic. <gasps> oh my God. This is a show where what we're talking about today is all that matters. Is all that we're talking about today. Yeah. I'm your host, because it's big episode 38. As I'm a digital cyber demon. I'm your host, the Digital Cyber Demon, and I'm joined today by Son of a bitch. A digital cyber demon. Hey, that's a me. Hey, look, it's like my thumb is my cock. Yeah, it's Justin. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and today's show we're getting into Mi Casa es your meal. This supposed to be like two meal. I don't think you know Spanish. Mi casa es your meal. Well when I get angry, I think I, I get angry in English. That's why. Oh, that's See, look at it, like the, the Mikasa part is, or the Mikasa S part 
is happy because it's my house, you know? You're like, yeah. Your meal. That's where I get angry about it. I know, I know what this is about. You know what it's about? I'm going to make a fake guess, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is about uh, your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, inside of your house, mm-hmm. meals are being prepared for somebody else. No. Well, that is happening right now, but no, <laughs> yeah. that's not what it is. You're because ma- You're mad about it because you're not getting money off of it. Even so's, I still get a little piece of that. Not the money, but I still get some of the meal. You get to taste it. I get to taste the meal. For free? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what are you like, using all your groceries and stuff? <laughs> you go and there's no eggs? Yeah. So what the hell? You're like, your one avocado that you've been saving? Oh, dude, I would be so mad. I would be legitimately mad if that happened. You'd kick them out? I wouldn't bought six. So if one is gone, I'm going to be freaking pissed. If I bought six avocados, one would be bad. Avocado. Would be bad by the time I got to it. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude, I eat those things before they have the chance to ripe. They get, ew. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty, dude. You like unripe avocados too? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want to point out that if you would have spit taked, you were you turned your head to face the soundboard. <laughs> you almost broke your neck, like you didn't know where to look. You're like, where, where do I spit? <laughs> it's not even that funny. I don't know why you're still going. Your face is so red. I wish this was on video. Right oh now. man. I was trying to swallow it, but I kept giggling. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't want to be that little brow. You got one of little dicks? Um, no, I don't like <laughs> unripe avocados. Why'd you say that? <laughs> I don't know. I'll believe it too, because you like avocados no that, is that much. Yeah. Like damn millennial. No, they're not, they're, not, they're not good unripe, because it tastes like leaves, you know? They don't taste, <laughs> they don't taste dumb. And then when they're, uh, when they're past their prime, it tastes like... I don't, they taste unnatural. They don't taste right. Have you, you ever know? cut open an avocado and it has like little black spots? No, like vines growing in it. No. Are you serious? Yeah, you've you had that? You, you never let them get that old. Ew. Yeah. Dude. It's not even like that old, I don't think. Yeah, it's, it ha- that's what happens. If you leave an avocado for too long, little, little like veiny things will start growing in it. I, like a cordycep? Yep. I yeah. have never let an avocado get that old. <laughs> like I said, they don't, they don't live long around me. I'm just picturing like somebody just rolls an avocado in front of you and yeah. you just jump on it like a cat. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. When Eric gets home from, uh, from picking up groceries, she'll, uh, she'll put everything up. But then the avocados, you know, she'll grab them one at a time and she'll roll them. Like <laughs> into the office over here, and I'm like, oh, and I run and it's like smashing into the wall trying if, to grab it. If somebody's trying to trap you, they just put like a little noose on ooh, the ground ooh, and an avocado. Put an avocado in the middle. Ooh, an avocado, of it. yeah. Oh yeah, no, I would die. I would or, die instantly. Or, or a box, they put a box with a stick. Yeah, no, and I don't grab it with my hand. I grab it with my mouth too. So like my my face would go right through the noose and it would just hook my neck kill easily. You. Yeah, no, I'd be dead. Well, there you go, people. If you want to know how to kill me, just do that. Okay, so this is what it's really about. Justin has termites. Yep. And. And so does this house. Do I have a mad one? I don't think I have a mad one. Do I? Um, How do you not have a mad one? You're always mad. I know. Where is it? I guess I'll just do this one. Uh, Mother trucker, dude. That hurt like a butt cheek on a stick. It hurt my wallet. That's it's just too happy, though. That, <laughs> it's so adorable. It makes me happy. Yeah. I don't care that you hurt your elbow. I don't care that you broke your elbow. I hate them. 
I want to hey, break all their elbows. I just barely noticed that there's somebody like laughing at the end. Yeah. I've never heard that before. <laughs> you like, never heard that? Just, oh, it's not. It's, uh, wait, here's I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've never heard that before. Spike is always laughing when we play it. All right. So now that we've guessed that. <sighs> yeah, I hate them. I don't want to get into it yet. Oh, we'll get into it. We will, but now's not the time. And now's the perfect time. No, it's not. Wait, I'm the host. You wait. Oh, yeah. You wait your ass. How'd I forget, man? Uh, okay, so that's what you're talking about. You're talking about ter- termites. Yeah. <sighs> man. Terminators. Terminators. Here. <laughs> and um, I was going to do a, a teaser, but I figured by the time this drops, people probably would have seen stuff on, on the socials. So I'm talking about James Vig. What? Yeah. UFC lightweight. What? Yeah. <laughs> My claps didn't play. <laughs> he doesn't look lightweight. No, he doesn't. Well, actually, I, I guess he kind of does because he's tall and lanky. Yeah. He's 6'3". He's really lean. Yeah. He's 6'3", and he, he cuts down to 155, right? Yeah. I weigh 155, and I'm like a foot shorter than him. <laughs> he can reach the top shelf. Yeah. 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 He can unscrew light bulbs. I think if he can see over a fridge, then that's too, that's too he, much. He can see over everybody. That's too much height. Yeah. Because you're, you're never supposed to see what's on top of a fridge. That's why they don't you know, make it look nice. When we were in Japan, we met these uh, German people. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, were, they had horrible English, though, so it was kind of hard to talk to them. Hello, Hyman. Yeah, but we were talking to them, and they're like, every time we get lost, we just turn around and, and look around, and we can see each other over all the people. <laughs> That's great. That must be how he feels. On a daily basis, especially in the ring, because he's the he's the tallest lightweight. Yeah, he can see out of the ring. I think. I think he's taller than the cage. That's weird. See, that would get in my head. <clears throat> and I like to I like to watch the little guys fight and <laughs> like the one twenty fivers and thirty fivers. Jesus, they're they're like my height. And uh, so there's this thing that people it was popular for a little bit where when they when the UFC fighters would win a match they would mm. jump on the cage. I remember that. So, uh, but when the, when the little guys would do it, it would it would jump so high, like so far, because it was like, I mean, it's not that high, but compared to yeah you know, the other people, <laughs> it's, it's like a it's like a mountain to them. Yeah, yeah. But I was that I was because I was related to myself because that's how tall I am. Yeah. So I'd I'd have to like jump. Fucking, so how, how tall is that? Fucking that jump fence? up there. Yeah. yeah. I'm good at fence jumping though. So. Yeah, I know. How else did you get here? Yeah, that's how I got here. To Justin's house, I jumped in from your neighbors. I got a lot of fits. Do you park at the wrong house again? Oops. Uh, <laughs> Don't mind me. As you're just scaling their fence, as you walk through their house to get to their backyard to scale their fence. I don't know. I need this to kick in, dude. I have the biggest headache today. I'm a little, I'm a little low energy today. I'm not gonna lie. Well, let's change that by doing this. You hear about the Chinese Godfather? He made them an offer they couldn't understand. <laughs> That's a good one. Uncle June. All right. So before we talk about those interests, we're going to recap last week. In case you forgot, you remember last week, big episode 36. That's not it. Was not that. <laughs> That's not it. Whose job is it to change that anyways? You. I know. Today. Hey, what's, <laughs> what was it called? It really was. Shit. Oh, Adorably Southern. Oh, how, how could we forget that? That's my favorite title. Mr. Uh, Acherio's Cocoa Bowls called us that. I'm adorably Southern. Yeah. And Mexican. That's true. Very Southern. Hey, were you offended when he was like, you're obviously Mexican to you? 
He said that to me? Yeah, he said both of you guys are obviously Mexican. <laughs> I was like, mm, you're half right. Oh, I guess I didn't catch that. Why would I be offended? I don't know. I'm like, do I look brown? Yeah. I've been told my, I, I, I look like I'm Mexican, like I have a Mexican face, but with light skin. That's what I've been told. I guess that's true. Like your, and, your features. Yeah. And I guess I can see that because like you always know when a German person or a German person from like a regular white guy, you know, because they, oh, yeah. they look different or like a Russian from a, I don't know, whatever else looks like a Russian. Or, kinda. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but a uh, African guy from a black guy. It's true. I mean, American guy. It's true. Damn it. <laughs> it's true. I, like, I, I don't, maybe it's like the, the, I don't know, the geographical differences make people <laughs> develop differently. I heard this this black dude ranting one time about how different uh, them and African people look, <laughs> and I wish I could say the things that he said, but I don't think I'm allowed to. We'll pull it up one day. <laughs> yeah, because I want to. I want to hear it. Well, I think the funniest thing he said I'm allowed to say is that uh, African people have like big giant heads. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I gotta he, hear that. He was so descriptive. Of yeah, me. I, love it. I mean, but it's it's true. Like people in different ge- uh, geographies look completely different than because, like, uh, like a like a standard Russian guy kind of looks like kind of looks like a, a little Hispanic. Like their skin's a little darker. Yeah. They got like dark hair. Well, there's Asian looking Russian people too. Really? Yeah. Anyone know why? Because hmm. of uh, Genghis Khan. Oh, yeah. He went. He went over there and did some work. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> my boy Genghis. Yeah, or whatever. One of the cons. Yeah, it's probably him. I think King Kong. King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those guys. Oh my god! All right, so you talked about robo calls. I sure did, dude. Not robot calls. Not robot calls. Robo- not, and robo- not robot cops. <laughs> yeah. So, dude, I got. Oh my! Actually, let me show you my. Let me show you my all the voicemails I've gotten this week. Uh, check this out, dude. I got a few. They're all robocalls, and they're all from this week. Is one of them Katy Perry? Oh, Krabby Patty. Krabby Patty. Yeah, Katy Perry. She's like, "Hey, can you help me out with this song?" I'm like, "No, oh, bitch. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> You're like, "No, nah, I only do good. I only stuff. do good musics." Yeah. Um, it's just every. It's every day. It's every day, <laughs> and um, I've gotten. Oh, dude, I've gotten a few calls from the same number, which has never happened. They usually, they'll spoof a different number every time. Yeah. But I've gotten a, 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 some from the same number. And it doesn't, you can't just block that number anymore. It doesn't help because they'll just spoof another number and then just call you from some other completely different number. Yeah, it's mostly never the same number for me. It's so, it's so terrible. Did you get some too? Yeah, um, but it was like specifically super ridiculous. Um, nope, not that one. The the wording. Oh, God. Oh, is it the transcription? What the heck? Oh, no, this one's... See, there's so many of them, dude. Yeah. Uh, I must have deleted it, shit. But it was, it was one of those ones that aren't even worded uh, in a way that anybody talks. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was like... Um, something about like the IRS is, has allegations that are being pressed upon your name. Or something like that. That's so weird. And yeah. it's like the, the local police will come pick you up within <laughs> 24 hours if you do not call us. Or something were like you that. just like, what? No. Were you worried at all? Like at no. any point? Or were you just like, this is dumb? 
Uh, I I had like a little tinge of like, is this real? Yeah. But I was like, it, the wording was so bad that I was like, this is fake as fuck. Yeah. Because it like, it was a recording, mm-hmm. but the the phrasing of the recording was just so off. It was like, obviously, it sounded like a foreign person trying to make it like English. Yeah. Yeah. Like, a, I tried to make English. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's like the... uh it's like all those purses and shirts that you'll find in China with just English words on them. Oh, yeah, because they like uh, English. They think it's cool. They just like English. I told you I saw one that said uh, cum dumpster, right? It was a purse that this chick was wearing. Oh, yeah. And that's just that's brilliant. I can't even. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> They're probably like, Rook, it's English. <laughs> yeah. that's you know? A, like You know how uh, you, you hear those people make jokes all the time? It's kind of a hacky joke where they're like, oh, people who like to get Japanese writing on them. And then, uh, do you think uh, in in Japan people are walking around with English tattoos? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, they are. No way. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. but they're not really a tattoo society. But oh, that's yeah, that's true. I forgot. But they you told me they about like that. English words. They don't know what the fuck they say. Yeah, but they just put they got it, them on they their put shirt it on stuff. Yeah, yeah, they put it everywhere. Um, it's like a hip thing to do. I guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I wish t- I wish tattoos were more acceptable in their society because I would love to see like. Like you know, uh, banana worm on like someone's <laughs> banana arm. Worm. Oh, dude, this uh, there's a girl in Colombia when I was there that had a tattoo in English, and she didn't speak English. It was like a little, it wasn't a verse. I forgot what it was. It was like a little quote. Was it right? It wasn't weird, but I just I was like, I wonder why she got in English. They use the same writing, yeah, know, same same letters. But <laughs> she's just gonna got it in uh, Colombian. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, what does that say? And she's trying to say it in English. I was like, oh no, that was pretty bad. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe it's a. Uh, I, I when I used to like draw years and years ago, and I used to try to create characters and stuff. You don't have hands. I made uh, this. I forgot what this. I don't remember what it's called, but like it was cool. Like I had him positioned all all cool and whatnot, and then underneath him, I just put like a bunch of. What I thought would be like Japanese letters, like kanji, you know, <laughs> oh <my laughs> so I started, like slashes and like lines, and I put like dots here. <laughs> I think that might be the most racist thing I've heard today. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I know how they feel, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and when people are like, "What does that say? Did you make some Japanese noises?" Yeah, it was like, so that's pretty good. Thanks, man. Samsung, Samsung, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's what we talked about. Yeah, and I talked about God. Why does this feel like so long ago? What the death of Hercules? Last episode that we did. Oh, oh yeah, that's because we did Airheads. I know, but it, even so, we just did like, Airheads. It feels like two episodes ago. Yeah, it feels even like though it was technically only one ago. Yeah, yeah. I think we're starting to count time by when we last did an episode, and not by uh, the way you're supposed to do it. You know, which is like what what. With a uh, watch? Yeah, or just, you know, week by week, how we normally do it. Oh, yeah. So now it's like two episodes ago, so that must equate uh, two weeks ago. But it's actually not. I think that is how I do it. You know? Because it, feel, it feels like we, it feels like two episodes ago is the last time you hosted. Yeah. But it was technically just one. But oh, we also was like a, oh, yeah, and I had to host Airheads. I got fucking double hosting this week. Look at you, my man. Mm-hmm. Pulling double host I'm duty. I'm fucking break a sweat or something. Yeah, look at you. My back hurts from carrying this podcast. <laughs> you know what they say? Oh yeah, leave so, for speed, host wanted. 
<laughs> so, the death, the death of Hercule. <laughs> no, that's my boy. Oh uh, yeah. So and we okay. found out that, uh, or I found out. You you knew this, but I found out that uh, Hercules is a piece of shit. Yeah, he's, he's terrible. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. To us, to, to modern day uh, civilized human beings. Yeah, yeah. But back then they were probably like, yeah. Did I rape that village? Yeah. If it if, if it was now, he's one hundred percent a dick. Dude. But for for back then standards, uh he was still a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Even then uh, even by their standards, though <laughs> some of the stuff he did was fucked up. But yeah. that, that's why he had to like like I think he spent like two years in prison or something. <laughs> what what in the hell did you have to do back then to spend time in prison if you rape and pillage and then you uh like win women in like oh, yeah. arrow shooting contests, and then you slaughter like mythical beasts, and then you throw people off walls. Well, well I know for sure they had like laws, right? Yeah. Did I he say, evade I his taxes? Like, I say like laws, but yeah, it was probably something like that. Yeah. Like, you know, something clerical. Like it was a, yeah. I, the IRS came and was like, Hercules, we see you won a lot of women. Uh, we haven't seen any taxes from yeah. that. Yeah. When you're, you know, you had sent some of those fingers over, and he was like, uh, "Let me look through my books," and he threw them off a wall. <laughs> and as they're falling, they're like, "Why did we build our the IRS building on top of a wall and invite him here?" Damn, there's walls everywhere. I guess in in ancient Greece, that was need, just the they thing. needed a lot of walls. Yeah, yeah, to keep the Mongols out. It didn't work though. I don't know <laughs> because that's why we have uh, Asian looking Russians. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, ge- geographically, that sounds right. <laughs> Thanks, man. I did my research. Oh, I meant wrong. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. I didn't do my research. Uh, neither do us ever. Yeah, but that's okay. It's better that way. Yeah. So the way he died was kind of silly too, don't you think? Yeah, um, it was kind of his fault if you think about it. Wait, how did he die again? He uh, wait, don't, don't he, tell me. He uh, poison. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The the hydro blood on the on the robe on yeah. the on the velour robe from the yeah from the centaur. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and it, his blood was just nothing. It was basically his own undoing because yeah, his, his blood was just nothing. Because so Hercules was basically cheating on his wife. He's bringing home this like concubine. Man, what a hoe! And his wife was like sad. She's like, oh, let me go grab that love potion. That wasn't actually a love potion. It was actually poison. Yeah. Because she wanted him to love her forever. Oh, I also on that episode forgot to mention another happy happy part of the story is uh, the wife felt so bad that she killed herself. Wow. Yeah. What a happy ending. Let me go ahead and just play that right there because it sounds like a happy ending. Yeah. Hey, do you think Hercules was actually a real person? Not, you know, okay, so like, you know, Davy Crockett, like yeah. there's all these... Crazy things that have been made up about him to make him seem more more than human. Yeah. Do you think Hercules was ever at one point like just an actual person? An actual person who was just exceptionally good at stuff. Yeah, he was like a really good fighter, really yeah. strong. So they just made up more stuff yep. as time went by. Like he like he must be part god. You I feel know? like probably. Yeah. He probably was. I don't actually know. But in my opinion, um And instead of dying from hydro blood, he died from like gout. Yeah. <laughs> Damn gout. Probably <laughs> syphilis. Everybody was not from syphilis. Everybody was infected back then. Back in the day, yeah. He's banging whores. Banging whores that they won in uh, wrestling matches. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, you know what? I bet he was a real guy. And maybe his name wasn't even Heracles or something. Maybe it was like, I don't know. 
Harold. And John. Or John, yeah. <laughs> but they just, like, it was like a game of telephone over like a thousand years or yeah. thousands of years. And, you know, the story just kept changing. His name was changing. And then eventually, you know, we got this, this guy who uh, was a real dick to everybody. But then Disney rebooted him and made him this loving person that yeah. travels to the depths of hell to save his love, his, the love of his life. Yeah, that he didn't murder. That he did not murder, yeah. In a fit of rage caused by another god. Who hated him. Yeah. Because he was the product of... Uh, Godcest. Wait, no. Not Godcest. I was going to say incest too. Not incest. What's it called when you're like boning outside of your marriage? Infidelity. Oh, infidelity, yeah. Adulterous ass gods, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Zeus was like the worst too. <laughs> Would you call it infidelity? Oh. <laughs> I'm a digital cyber demon. Yep. I'm a digital cyber demon. That was a good one. I'm gonna write that down. Thanks, my man. Infidelity. Why we might call the episode that. All right, so that's that's how Hercules died. Well actually actually <laughs> yeah, gout. he technically killed himself because like before the poison killed him off, he was like F this, I'm gonna die on my own terms in a manly way. So he built his own funeral pyre. Oh yeah, that's what he did. And then he got somebody to light it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Zeus's lightning bolt came down, and uh, some say he's some say he's up there. So he's still there. <laughs> Dude, that that was the best part of last yeah. episode. I think when you tell him Asterios, some say you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> While we were talking to him, it's like yeah, I'm still reporting from the anvil. That was so stupid. Yeah. Really awesome. What if, uh, what if the real Hercules? What if he was just struck by lightning in front of all his friends and just was incinerated immediately? And they're like, "He is half god." <laughs> Zeus took him, but he was just incinerated. They're just looking up. <laughs> we'll miss you. <laughs> Look down upon us. Yeah, they pour some wine out for their dead homie. Yeah, like shit. Could be any one of us. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Hercules is crazy. If you oh, haven't yeah. if you haven't heard that one yet, go back and listen to it to see uh just how insane that man is. Oh yeah, was. but, but I, I think I feel like a lot of <clears throat> did I say this already? I feel like a lot of dudes from back then were probably like the gods or all those demigods and all those heroes probably were real people. They were just like kind of good at fighting. Mm-hmm. And they like beat the shit out of a couple people and then just telephone. Yeah. I mean, again like Davy Crockett, like there were uh, what was that movie? Oh, the Alamo that came out in like oh five or oh six. I remember when he he like walked into the Alamo and like the guys that were there, they were like, "Oh my God, it's Davy Crockett! Did you really, you know, did you really ride a tornado or whatever?" He's like, "Those are just stories, son." You know, yeah. <laughs> like they address it that way, uh, but that wasn't even that long ago, and there are still tons and tons of stories. Or like about, Paul Bunyan, yeah, too, is another one. Do you, yeah, do you think maybe he could have been a real person? And do you think maybe he had a giant ox that was blue? Big blue ox. Babe the blue, big ox. So oh, that's also name. of this century. Was it this century? I think it was this century. Maybe 18th century. I don't fuck. Who cares? The, uh, what was his name, dude? <clears throat> like Henry Clay or something like that? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, the two hammers, right? Yeah. He, going against he, the machine? He beat the machine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. What was his name? Henry something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. John Henry. Was that it? It's John Henry. Mm. Yeah. That, and then, um, I, I like, even, like, super, super, super recent, like, D.B. Cooper, the the guy that hijacked a plane and then made off with, like, I don't know, $250,000, and he was never seen again, and he, he got away with it scot-free. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You never heard that? Mm-mm. Oh, it's crazy. He's like a sky pirate. And this was back in the, 
50s, 40s, 50s? Oh, Sky Pirate, that sounds so dope. Right. <laughs> right? But, but, but if you think about it, it just means like plane jacker. I know, it's, that doesn't sound cool, but when you say Sky Pirate, I think yeah. about like uh, Atlantis. Yeah. You know how they had that? Oh, was that Atlantis? No, 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 no. no. Treasure Island. Yeah, Treasure yeah, Island. yeah. Dude. <laughs> What's that, it's nothing like that. Yeah, because I think the coolest part of being a Sky Pirate is having to board the ship. Mm-hmm. Like, we're boarding, right? And yeah. you grab like a rope. Yeah. And swing across. <laughs> yeah. Would how you- would you do that in, uh, in the jet stream, though? Like, (laughs) 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 you have uh, propulsion technology. Yeah. Or you just crash into the plane, the other plane. And then. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because it has to be open Mm because it's uh, encased. Mm -hmm. You got to find a way to get in it. You know what? Successful sky pirates always die. Ant Man could be a sky pirate. That's true. I haven't seen two yet. Shrink between the molecules. Was that in? Uh, oh, that was, episode, that was the first movie, episode one. Yeah, episode one, the first movie. The first movie. We should have titled episode one that. All right, let's get into some news bits. You mean some? News, news, U.S. Republicans endorse arming toddlers on Sasha Baron Cohen's new show. I think I heard about this. Yeah, you know who he is, right? Borat and yeah, yeah, Bruno. Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah, fucking Borat was fantastic. I love that guy. He's a he's a he's a brilliant troll because he's a very very smart guy. Some would say he's still there. Some I mean, would say, I mean the best. Some say he's some say he's still trolling. Some say let say. So, <laughs> I was I was I was telling Eric's about because uh, when we did Airheads and we were doing like the different uh, Chinese dialects and you were like, hey, you want to hear Cantonese? And you were like. Someday, like, <laughs> yeah. started yelling it. You're like, yeah, they're really loud. <laughs> <laughs> they are though. So, um, yeah, he's got a he's got a new show on Showtime. It's called uh, what is it called? Who is America? And every time he has a new disguise, and he's who is America? They'll catch you slipping up. And I think what he's doing, and he, he's just because of how like toxic the political climate is, he is just exposing everybody. It's crazy that he can do that. Like, isn't there some kind of like waivers they have to sign? I don't know. That's a good question. I have no idea. I think it also shows how dumb they are to to just, you know. Yeah. And he looks fake as hell. Like, I'll show you the clip in just a second. He uh, looks. He looks like he has prosthetics on. I wonder if um, he models it in such a way that it seems real. You know, so they sign all the stuff ahead of time. Yeah, well, one, uh, one thing that this exposes is that politicians will say, some certain politicians will say whatever the hell you want them to, as long as you pay them, or as long as you donate to their campaign, or they get something in return. Probably most. Yeah, so, and it's gonna, I'm gonna show you exactly what it means, and it's, it's brilliant, and it is terrifying. Uh, Republican politicians in the U.S. have endorsed a gun program where four-year-olds are trained to use military-grade weaponry on Sasha Baron Cohen's new comedy series, Who is America? In Sunday's premiere, British actor Baron Cohen played the role of Israel anti, I'm sorry, Israeli anti-terrorist expert Cole Iran Morad. And uh, he looks weird, too. He looks weird as shit. Like he, looks, he always plays Middle East people. Yeah, I guess because he, well, he doesn't even look Middle East. Well, Eastern. I mean, Jewish. Yeah. Israeli. Is you're right. Jew. You're right. You're right. He's from the promised land. Uh, and successfully convinced former Congressman Joe Walsh, former Senator Trent Lott, California Congressman Dana Rohrabacher, 
and South Carolina Congressman Joe Wilson to endorse kindergartens. Uh, <laughs> Dude, kindergartens of the galaxy. <laughs> it's so good. And he says, in America, there's a big problem of, of uh, shootings in schools. The NRA want to arm the teachers. This is crazy. You should be arming the children. <laughs> All four politicians bought into, into his idea, uh, with Joe Walsh saying the program introduces specially selected children from 12 to 4 years old to pistols, rifles, semi-automatics, and rudimentary knowledge of mortars. In less than a month, a first grader can become a first grenader. He said that? Yes. He, he's getting politicians to say this kind of stuff. Did, oh, the... Did the, the politicians the say politicians are saying, Yeah, the politicians are saying. They'll read anything that you want to as long as you as long as you're getting something out of it. Oh my god. It's disgusting. It is disgust like they're supposed to be, you know, like they're supposed to fight for uh for the, the the people that have elected them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're supposed to fight for the people, but you know, it's like you give them a little bit of scratch and they'll say whatever you want them to. Uh, uh did did they like trick them with the teleprompter? Well, it's not even that, but like if I okay, so if I were having this really sensitive discussion about yeah. something like this, the and somebody wanted me to read a script on air, the first thing I would say is, "Let me look over that real quick." Yeah, especially if I'm in public office. You know what I mean? Not only that, but even if you're reading a teleprompter, I feel like you would get to like halfway down it and be like, "Wait, what the fuck?" Yeah, At the moment that I the moment <laughs> that I started reading that, if I had seen anything that's weird, I'd be like, "Hold on a second. Let me read that real quick. You know, like, even yeah. if I didn't do it before. And then, I don't know, I feel like I would have the sensibility to say, don't, you know what, I'm not going to be part of this. Yeah. I don't want this used at all. This is obviously some sort of troll. Nobody with a sane mind would, would want to say anything like Especially this. Especially you would this. think because as politicians, like, don't you want to make sure that whatever you're getting into has your, like, your brand? Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, for like these Republicans, like this is right up their alley. <laughs> oh yeah, I you know. So. Uh, Walsh in a tweet said that Baron Cohen fooled him, uh, but said he was against arming kindergartners. But he just said it. He said he's, you know, he can't wait to implement the kindergartens program and make a first grader a first grenader. Kindergartens of the galaxy. He says, "Do I believe kindergartners should be armed?" Hell no. But he did just say it. So, ah, uh, so here's the here's the clip, my man. This is the first time we have a, a news bit clip, and it is amazing. Whether they support it or not. I support the kindergartens program. We in America would be wise to implement it too. It's something that we should think about in America, about putting guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, good guys, whether they be teachers or whether they actually be uh, talented children or highly trained preschoolers. Maybe having <laughs> oh my God. The young people trained and understand how to defend themselves in their school might actually make us safer here. A three-year-old cannot defend itself from an assault rifle by throwing a Hello Kitty pencil case at it. Our founding fathers do not put an age limit on the Second Amendment. The intensive three-week kindergarten course introduces specially selected children from 12 to four years old to pistols, rifles, semi-automatics, and a rudimentary knowledge of mortars. In less than a month, less than a month, a first grader can become a first grenade. Toddlers are pure, this is uncorrupted by fake news or homosexuality. They don't worry if it's politically correct to shoot a mentally deranged gunman. They'll just do it. The science behind this program is proven. 
At age four, a child processes images 80% faster than an adult, meaning that essentially, like owls, they can see in slow motion. What? Children under five also have elevated levels of the pheromone Blink-182, <laughs> produced by the part of the liver known as the Rita Aura. This allows nerve reflexes to travel along the Cardi B neural pathway to the Wiz Khalifa 40% faster, saving time and saving lives. When it comes to the safety oh of our children, the way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good kid with a gun. A good kid with a gun. A good child there. with a gun. Happy shooting, kids. I need a hospital. Dude, and... <laughs> That's, oh, that's eerie. Dude, isn't even, that nuts? Even the, like, uh, the emotion that he put behind it, it was, like, it's so in the vein of politicians speak, mm -hmm. of when they're making, when they're making their, uh, like, announcements of things. Dude, just know? imagine, like, when, I don't know, like, when, uh, when Reagan went out there to announce that the Challenger exploded, you know, like, the, that, that looks like the same... Like they really mean it, and this is like a serious thing, and there's yeah. almost like regret in his eyes. But like, this is something that he feels strongly about too. Like, but it's all in the vein of of money. Yeah, just it's a, it's give a me cadence. Yeah, it's a cadence that they use. Just give me money, and I will say whatever you want to. And then when I get called out on it, and realize that you know this is actually uh, a fake show that's to expose how shitty I am as a person. Oh well, then I'm gonna go ahead and try and take it back. So, okay, that was my next question. Have they commented on... Yeah, uh, so I think it was uh, Walsh, who was the one that tweeted out... Um, was it Walsh? Yeah, Joe Walsh. He was the one that tweeted out, do I believe kindergartners should be armed? Hell no. So, huh. yeah, they're already trying to backtrack, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of them are saying, you know, well, I was, I was tricked into saying this. Mm -mm. No, you weren't. You were not tricked into saying what you said. Yeah, because... Once you get, even if you are tricked into in, into that situation, I feel like once you hit like <laughs> pistols, <laughs> and it's like by the time you get to mortars, there's you're, you're, you know, like, you, <laughs> you should understand that yeah. this is not yeah. Happy shooting, kids! Oh my god! <laughs> Elevated levels of Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, the Cardi B basketball. That guy didn't look that old. Like, how did he not know that <laughs> Blink One Eighty Two is a? He probably I don't know. I wonder if it's a it's level. It's a nineties band. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if it's a level of just not caring. You know, like not caring enough to to do the research on it or no. to to question it. It just doesn't like, surprise me that he doesn't know what a Cardi B is. Yeah, I, I bet you anything that when uh, Sasha Baron Cohen went in there and he was like, you know, this is kind of what I'm. This is what I'm thinking. This is a, this is going to be a great program for American schools and, and kids. And I'm more than willing to donate as much as I can to uh, uh, you know to yeah, your campaign yeah. or whatever. And then it peaks you know peaks their interest. He's like, like, I'm, I'm from Israel, so I have a lot of Jew gold. Yeah, exactly. See, and they're and you know they're racist as shit. So they're like, you know what? He's probably got a lot of Jew gold. He probably has. Where's all that Jew gold? That Jew vault. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jew vault. Yeah, exactly. That every Jew has in his basement. It's weird. He's not wearing that cute little hat. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the funniest part is like him nodding along in the background. Dude, like he's like, I don't know. How, he's like feigning sincerity. That's like master class trolling. I don't know how he does it without smiling, even like even a bit. You know, um, there was one uh, Republican congressman on here though that he couldn't trick. So he, uh, th like, the guy was like, "You want me to say that I want to arm preschoolers?" And Sasha Baron Cohen's like, he's like staring at me. He goes, "Yes," and he's like, <laughs> "I'm I'm not gonna do that." So like you know he shows the swath like oh, that, he shows the people that are that I'm glad are, he does that. Yeah.
He'll, he'll, like, you know, he's, he's fair about it. But the ones that are stupid enough to actually do it deserve every bit of shit that they're about to get. Yeah. And that's just episode I, one. I feel like they should have their, um, their leadership revoked. I agree. Uh, I think the only current one is uh, Rohrbacher. But everybody else, they're all former. Like former senators and uh, that guy, the one that was like, they said elevated levels of Blink-182, he's, uh, I think he's, he's like a high-ranking guy in the NRA. Ah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not surprised. Those, those guys. Dim's guys, yeah. So, it's pretty great, huh? Fantastic. <laughs> it gives me so much joy. Good. Dude, just more and more in recent years, I'm just falling into the... The simulation theory thing. Yeah. It's not that I'm falling into it, but I'm just like, uh, this is this is like a, like a bad episode of a show. Like real life is like, mm-hmm. it's like a comedy, but just poorly written comedy. Yeah. I love House of Cards, but at this point, real life is much more entertaining, which uh, <clears throat> there's a lot to say about that. You know, I don't think a presidency should ever be entertaining. It should be innocuous and... I don't know. Just kind of. I'll, I'll knock you ass. What? Yeah. You heard me. You heard me. You gold heard me. All right, player. This one's like not as cool, but <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to follow that. <laughs> Pruitt staffers worried about toxic chemicals in his desk. He's an idiot. I bet you anything he's just mixing up. He's like, I want to see if climate change actually is real. So he's like starting to mix up like mustard gas and. Uh, you know, uh, anthrax and shit. It's on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> People keep telling me that I'm wrong and that science is real, so I'm going to test it out myself. It's actually worse than that. So oh. I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase. So uh, Scott Pruitt, he was uh, redecorating his office. $10,000 redecoration. Oh, of course. Of course, right? Stupid piece of shit. That's where our uh, whatever dollars are going. Yep. Our Scott Pruitt dollars. Yeah. Former, uh, he's the former Environmental Protection Agency. Can you believe that? Uh, administrator. Yeah, he was fired. <clears throat> Good. Yeah. Shouldn't have been hired in the first place, Trump! So, uh, email interactions reported on Friday that his aides were worried about the potential health effects of formaldehyde found in the desk. Why the hell does he have formaldehyde in his desk? He used that to embalm bodies. Well, apparently it was in the glue. But, uh, <clears throat> but, the, but the fears they raised came months before the EPA blocked the release of a report highlighting the dangers of formaldehyde exposure in drinking water. Justice. So they're basically, they're, uh, they're trying to hide shit, sweep it under the rug. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I got to protect, protect myself, though. Mm-hmm. So he emailed this uh, freedom of, uh, oh, wait. Yeah, he emailed a dude, or their his people emailed somebody and was like, "Hey, we need some help. The Desi administrator wants for his office has a California Proposition sixty five warning. Can somebody in your area tell us whether it's okay for their desk for the administrator? And apparently, there was formaldehyde in the glue. Hmm. Well." Yep, and it's it's unclear whether or not they ultimately purchased the desk. Hmm. I hope right now he's burning to death, like in the summer's heat. In formaldehyde? That'd be cool, too. He's Dude, he's a piece of shit. He's the worst person. He really is a bad person. So I wish I had $10,000 to re, 
decorate my office. Yeah, or maybe it'd be cool if they could just like redisperse that ten thousand dollars to the American people, you know, where it belongs, or put it actually. That'd be like where it's supposed to go. Twenty cents a person. I take it. Not even. I take it. As long as he doesn't have it, <laughs> as long as he doesn't have it for a brand new desk, because it, is that his old desk that's uh, ripe with formaldehyde? No, his new one. His new one. Well, they they didn't say if he bought it or not. Yeah. <laughs> but they're emailing around just to be sure. Oh my god! I still think he was doing uh, science experiments at his desk with like a little science kit. Why is there formaldehyde in water though? Um, I don't know. Maybe to stupid chemicals. It's to preserve us. It's to make us uh, live longer. That's why saints preserve us. Yeah, because you know formaldehyde preserves dead bodies, so maybe it'll preserve uh, live, live bodies body. too. Yeah. Maybe. It's oh. simple science. Scott Pruitt figured it out. Dude, I keep almost referencing the bonus episode that we recorded. That was a good episode. That was yeah. a really damn good episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited ready. to edit it. I'm ready to hear it. Yeah. That bad boy goes up on the foist. <clears throat> Be ready, guys. Be ready for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope, like I said, I hope Scott Pruitt uh, is burning alive right now in... Uh, in the, the summer's heat, because he doesn't believe in climate change, and you know, him and uh, they were directly responsible for like getting rid of a lot of uh, just like scientifically backed stuff on like official White House pages that yeah. were there since you know the start of <laughs> the internet, basically. So, uh, and he, he's just like the worst corporate shill, and he should never have been put in charge of the EPA when he doesn't believe in science. He doesn't believe in science. I don't believe in science. What'd you say? Are you Scott Pruitt? You formaldehyde sucking idiot? Pruitt's closets. What is that? From Modern Family. Oh, I've never seen that. I didn't. I don't think you watched that. It's I. Is it? It's pretty yeah, good. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Who's in it? That one guy. Uh, that one guy. Uh, Al Bundy. That's the show. Never mind. I was thinking of something else. I'm getting. All, I'm getting that like Thirty that, Rock mixed up. Third Rock. Colombian. That Colombian lady that's in a lot of stuff. Sophia Vergara. Uh, Probably Salma Hayek I think she's Mexican Jennifer Lopez She's like Puerto Rican No I don't even know (laughs) Oh my goodness Alright let's get into some interest Let's do it Now we're good Stupid ass Justin Hey welcome back guys Look who we got with us this time around It's big ass James Vick There he is I mean big big ass in multiple ways it's a, it's a little little early to be drinking Dos Equis, sir. <laughs> no, nah, dude, the rule's been uh, if you're up for two hours, then you're good to go. Yeah, we're on podcasting time. Mm-hmm. Meaning right. we just got up 30 minutes ago. You want one? Hey, denial, de- denial's not a river in Egypt. It's what you're in, son. It's what you're in. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. On a Sunday at 1 o'clock, you may have a problem. <laughs> we, have, we for sure have a lot of problems. but Not only that, but we usually start drinking a little earlier than that, too. Yeah. You don't drink. You don't drink while in camp, right? I, I don't even drink really outside. I drink maybe. I say I say once or twice a year, but it's probably been over a year and a, a year and a half since I drunk anything. To be honest with you, I don't. I just don't drink very often. Yeah. But when I do, I go. I go pretty hard when when I do drink. Yeah, right on. There right you on. go. Yeah, I go pretty hard when I drink too. Every day. Yeah, like three in the morning. <laughs> not really. And nine in the morning. <laughs> yeah, three three and nine in the <laughs> three morning. And nine in the morning. Yeah, so uh, on the on the air with us, we got Mr. Uh, James Vick, UFC lightweight. Um, even though he doesn't look like a lightweight, because how tall are you? Uh, six, six, five, six, seven, six, three, six, three, six, seven. Yeah, right. Oh, no, I'm six, three. That's it. I thought you were seven, fourteen. 
I'm a real dude. Yeah. To, to, he's short too. Like to all of us, all you guys are fucking six seven. All you people, yeah. All yeah, you. all you guys. <laughs> nah, it's good to find, it's good to finally have you on, man. With your big ass. Um, <laughs> what? I love it, man. That? This is great. No, all right, I'm, so, I'm having fun. It's a good day. It's a it's a hot as shit day, but it's yeah. it's a good day. Yeah. So so you're in camp right now for your for your big ass main event, your first main event, right? Yes, sir. I'm up here in uh, um, uh, outside of right outside of DC, and it it feels good up here. It's not hot. Um, it's it's been uh, raining for the last two days, so it's the weather's good. So it's not 110 degrees like Texas right now. Dude, dude. it fucking sucks down here. Right yeah, it's now. terrible. Like my AC can't even keep up. I bet, dude. Yeah. It's you can see it slowly climbing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty bad. So, um, do you do all your training camps out there in Maryland? Yeah, I've been doing my training camps here for about five and a half years now. Oh, dope, dope. Um, good. So you got uh, Mr. Justin Gaethje coming up. Are you excited for that? Yeah, man. It's my first main event, so I'm excited to be the main event. And um, me and this guy have a little history. We've been talking a little shit back and forth for about a year now. So it's yeah. it's been building up to this point. So I'm, you know, uh, he's a tough dude, but you know he takes a lot of punches, and you know he, he takes a beating, and you know he uh, I'm gonna knock his ass out. He, he takes way too many <laughs> yeah. shots, and he, he's gonna go to sleep. That's what me and Justin were talking about before we got on the air because, you know, I feel like you, you're real long and you know how to use that distance too. And he just likes to kind of rush in and, you know, he tries to throw bombs, but <clears throat> I mean, he has super good leg kicks, but uh, I feel like with your kind of distance and your, your, your fight knowledge, you know, do you think you'll have any trouble negating those leg kicks at all? I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have to take a few just because, I mean, this guy is so dumb. He, he's willing to take a <laughs> He's willing to take three or four punches in his face just to land one leg kick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to have to take him because I'm going to be hitting him a lot. So he, he's going to be throwing him back. But, you know, I've, I've trained with, you know, I've, I've been in Holland and I, I lived there for one month in Holland. I trained with the Dutch kickboxers. I've I've trained yeah. with high-level kickboxers. You Throw know, that Dutch kickboxers pretty much the best low kickers in the world. For sure. You know, so I've trained with uh, his style is nothing I've never seen before. And I think that my movement and my – range and my in and out, my in and out my fight iq is something that he hasn't seen before and i think you know i think it's gonna it's gonna be a rough night for his ass but i we ain't going five rounds the way he takes damage uh he's probably getting knocked out within two for sure three but pr- probably within two rounds yeah yeah the first google result is uh justin freaking human punching bag gaichi <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear he blocks human, human punching bag i hear he blocks with his face for sure dude he, he likes to get in there <laughs> And obviously, everybody down here in Texas rooting for you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I'm, uh, you know, um, I wish I could could train more back home in Texas for my camps and stuff, but it's just hard, you know, to get. Um, I train. I got to train at like five different gyms back there, just because the training partners, you know, and everyone being in shape, and it's just here's more focus, and plus, it's, there's no distractions here, you know. I don't, yeah. I, you know, I'm. It's just I sleep in the basement and, and train full time, you know. Yeah, dude, there's not a lot dope. to do in Maryland. That's <laughs> there's not a lot to do in Maryland. <laughs> yeah, it's a pr- it's a beautiful place, but it's it's great for stuff like that. Just like the seclusion. Just I guess because you're just trying to just keep your eye on the ball, right? Just maintain your focus. Yeah, that's, that's what his camp is all about. You yeah, know, just and focus on the fight. I'm new to UFC stuff, so like I don't know about any of this kind of stuff. But uh, I mean that just from going there, I think we've been there together on, on tour. Oh yeah, it's a very it's almost desolate. Where we went in Maryland, it was kind of, it was a little weird. Yeah. What were y'all doing in Maryland? Touring, my man. Yeah. We were all, we were. Uh, He's in a band. We went all the way up to uh, New Hampshire, I think, on that tour. 
So we yeah, were all, yeah. all up and down that area. I swam in Lake Erie, even though apparently it's, uh, wait, did you, okay, you're from Texas, right? You're from Fort Worth, right? Did Yeah, well, I'm from outside, a little small town outside of Wichita Falls, but yeah, I've been in Fort Worth for like 12 years. Okay, so did you know that Lake Erie is polluted as shit? It's a toxic sludge. See? I didn't. See? See, he didn't yeah. fucking know that. How the hell am I supposed to and, know that And shit? the only reason that we knew that is because one of the bands from around that area, uh, Alex was like, yeah, I swam in Lake Erie and we were doing all this. And they were like, yeah. you swam in Lake Erie? And Look, he's, he's yep. like, yeah, why? What, what, what's wrong? Look, I might be Mexican, but I'm, I'm like you. I'm a dumb redneck. Like, if I see some water, I want to fucking swim in that shit. Yeah. Right, I didn't know that there was fucking like chemical sludge in there. Not only that, but it was freezing. Like the, the, there are so many uh, red flags for for you to just not go into that water, and you just ignored all of them and just went in anyways. It's whatever, bro. I like to swim. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> it how came I out with four arms. Was there a lot of other people in there? Or just you? No, just me. There <laughs> was, there that's was another no red flag. There were no people. <laughs> that's <laughs> another red flag. I think. Yeah, the first indication. No one else is in here. There might be a reason. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a good point, I guess. The water was like um, tornado. That was because it's cold. Tornado cloud gray too. So like, there's there's another yeah, indicator. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Hey, you know what they say? You know what they say? If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. There you go. Right. <laughs> so, Me and you. That's true. Me and you, yeah. baby. So, so you guys, you guys. <laughs> so you guys were both at Ironside, right? Yeah. Um, he actually likes to come through Ironside whenever he can. Um, and I'm there. Well, I I don't do no gi a super ton, but. Uh, I try to get there whenever I can. So, you know, we we actually have been training together for a little bit. Not, not wait, like a couple years maybe. Probably probably longer than that. How long have you been there? I've been I've been going to Ironside for four and a half years now. Yeah, about that, about the same. Yeah, yeah. So we've been sure. training together, but he always, he's always skipping practice, man. He's not serious, bro. Yeah. He's, he's a flake. That's yeah, what happens. I, I flake all the time, man, because like he doesn't like getting heel hooked by little guys. He's <laughs> oh. never heel me so that's the problem i don't remember, i don't remember that I, we have we have different memories uh, uh, recollections of that funny thing about that um <laughs> besides the fact that i heel hooked you last time i hung out but uh <laughs> uh we got a lot of we got a lot of people who want to know how did you get your dart so good is it just because you're tall and you have long ass arms is that why you're so good at darsing <laughs> repetition See, repetition this guy, every time we train together i dart so many and then he's still, well no you know, no no sir no sir Catch the guy in a submission, he still got the little man syndrome, and he's gonna say something. So I don't have little no man syndrome. You, first of all, have you been choked <laughs> out because you refused to tap? No, no. has that ever happened? Have I ever not tapped on you? He know he knows he's got a tapper. If not, he's gonna go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, and you know I'm not I'm not sleepy, dog. Yeah. So hey, no sleep. So there's that. We ain't sleepy today. But hey, speak. You know what that brings me to? If if if, if I'm gonna get tapped by uh, the UFC uh, light. Or what is it? Eleven? What are you ranked? It's a. Are you ranked eleven now? I'm ranked eleven now. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get into that. How pissed off does that make you? Like, first off, like, how bullshit are the rankings? They're a joke. I mean, they're a joke. <laughs> the dude on fight, Gaethje, Justin Gaethje. Don't get me wrong. This guy's a good, tough fighter, but he's one and two in the UFC. What, what he did outside of the organization um, doesn't yeah. mean shit. Yeah, and you're what ten and one. He's one and two in the UFC, and I'm nine and one in the UFC, and, and he's one. ranked higher than me. That's to me, that's a fucking joke. That's like a, I have yeah. literally eight more wins in the in the organization than you do, and you're ranked above me. That's that's the, these rankings are a joke. Yeah. But, so so from a, a UFC pleb like me, how so the, the math doesn't add up. The, so how does that work? The rankings are made by some fucking people who is like the MPAA. They, I don't know. I don't know where the fuck they come from. They, they don't. Yeah. I, 
It's just a group of like news reporters or some shit that decided <laughs> to do the ranking. I don't get it. Just a bunch of yeah, suits, for basically. For sure. Okay. And um, that, the math doesn't add up for that at all. No, I don't, not I don't at get all. how that makes any sense. It's bullshit. And also, too, weren't you? Uh, you were you were in ranked ten for a minute, and then they dropped you down because of uh, some who 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 dropped you down? Who, somebody who lost, right? Ally Aquinta fought Khabib for the title, and then he loses, and then they rank him one above me after he loses. I, I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. It don't make no sense. And uh, <laughs> wait, uh, and Ally Aquinta, haven't you uh, called him out before? And he was trying. To- no, not all because I have. I've never called Ally because me and Ally. Oh, you, you guys were on the Ultimate Fighter together. That's right. <laughs> We live together all the fighters, so we're boys. So you know, I really don't want to fight him unless it's you know, unless you, you know, to. up there, you know, for a title or or one fight away from a title or whatever. Yeah. You know, we really don't fight each other. You know? For sure, for sure. So um, that being said, though, I know you've called out a bunch of dudes, right? That's kind of like your thing, right? You're this crazy Texas yeah. boy who likes to call people out. I've called out the man. I've called out pretty much every every everybody uh, ranked above me. I've called them all out, and they they're they're fucking running scared. They act like they don't. They act like for the longest time, for real. They act like they don't know who I am. But and then I'm thinking, my fucking UFC record is better than yours. How the fuck don't you know who I am? I've, yeah. I've more wins in the organization than you do. For but sure. now it's you know, it's 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 undeniable. And once I win this main event, this is really gonna, you know I've worked my ass off to get here. You know, I mean we we've, we've trained together for a few years now. And yeah, for sure. Um. You know, I, this is not a game to me, you know, um, uh, and I've worked my ass off to get here. And once I win this fight, man, I, I feel like it's going to change my life, like drastically. You know, yeah, when you yeah. win a, a UFC fight, your life changes. But when you win a main event, when you win a UFC main event spot, I mean, this really can change your life. You know, and I'm, and I'm not delusional, you know, about this. Um, this is either this is either one, my one and only main event. Should I lose or it's one of many main events when I win? For sure. You know, yeah. I win. I could have several main events from now. On. You lose, you might not ever get a main event again. You know, so so I, I know what's at stake. And you know, this shit's not a game to me. You know, I take I take my life and and my my career very serious. This this is you know this is I'm living my dream. You know, I wake up every day and I get to be a fighter and and, and I love it. And um, I don't look at it as a job. I mean, sometimes it feels like a job on your body when you're tired and stuff like that. But you know, this is my life, and I'm, I'm gonna change my life with this one. So it's it's been a lot of hard work, and you know, things haven't went the way I wanted them to in the past as far as me being promoted the way I wanted to, or whatever, the, or getting a top guy to agree to fight me, whatever the case may be. But now, you know, that's all in the past, and I'm about to win a main event, and you know, uh, and then the blue, blue skies from here. Yeah, Dope, there you go. Yeah. For I'm, sure, I'm stoked dude. for you. Yeah, hell yeah, man. That's August 25th, right? Huh? The 25th? Yeah, August 25th. Saturday, 25th. August 25th, Channel Fox Sports 1. We're going to check it out, man. Dope. Yeah, I'll be for there. sure. I, yeah. I've never watched one live. Well, actually, I watched uh, Silva for his comeback, and the entire time I was like, don't break that Don't break that leg again. Oh, no. Don't break it again. But That's throwback. I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> I, like I said, you know, you know me. You know I'm a pleb when it comes well, to kind of stuff I'll like that. I'll invite you because all the boys at Ironside, we always go out and watch you, but we'll probably, yeah. We'll, we'll be we'll, there. We'll for sure have a big group to go. Let's do it. Yeah, for yeah, sure. we're always rooting. Actually, people think we're crazy because, like, <clears throat> I guess just the fact that even as a UFC fan, when you see like a guy that you like win, mm-hmm. you get excited. But like, I guess just because we know you, you know, because you come through and uh, you know, even help us out, contribute to us, uh, <laughs> we go, we kind of go crazy. And the bar, other people in the bar, are like, what the fuck? These fucking crazy, these like, weird, these drunk fucking. I mean, dude, Ironside, honestly, Ironside at this point uh, is basically my home gym when I'm back home. You know, me and Master Cena are like yeah. family. We're so close. And, and, and y'all y'all help me out a lot. Um, 
I come in, I only go, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, for no gi and then sparring, but yeah. it's good work. And, you know, um, you know, Master Cena is the best, you know, best jiu-jitsu coach you can get, you know. So, um, you know, I, I love everyone at Ironside and I've been going there for a while and it's, it's basically like my home gym uh, uh, back when I'm back home. Yeah, for sure. And it's yeah. great having you. I, I know a lot of the guys are, um, I don't know, they really look up to you for sure because uh, I guess, you know, someone in your in your shoes might be like more Hollywood or you might think that people would try to, you know, be Hollywood on people. But I know you've, you've cornered some of our guys in their amateur fights and it's almost like a giving back to the community type deal. Like, you know, you're always, always trying to help us out whatever yeah. way you can. So that, that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's probably a side that a lot of people don't get to see of you. Cause you're always like yelling at people and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Calling people clowns and shit. I'm glad y'all accept me for who I am because I'm too rough around the edges for a lot of people. I'm too white trash for, for a lot of people. So, so I mean, you're always trying to bully I'm, me for some reason, but other than but, that. But, but yeah, I mean, but that giving back, you know, corner people. I mean, you know, I've had people come corner me when I was, you know, when I was coming up, you know, you got, you got to start somewhere and, you know, everyone's got different goals and stuff like that. But, you know, that person's amateur fight might not be as important as mine, but in their mind, it's as important. So I'm going to, you know, always treat them like, you know, they're equal, you know, like their fight is as important as mine because in their mind, their fight is as important as mine, you know? So, um, you know, if anything I can do, if, you know, go help corner people, um, uh, you know, uh, to show, show extra techniques, you know, train, make people, you know, a lot of the guys, you know, um, there's some, there's Dylan and Tanner and them, you know, those, those kids are good at wrestling. They're good. They're good training partners, you know, and I, I like to push them, you know, make them do more rounds for cardio for them and for me both, you know? So it's, it's, it's always good to, you know, good training there. And, um, you know, when you, when you know, people care about you, you tend to care about them also, you know, so it, it's a good family environment. I really love, you know, training the Ironside and being there. Yeah. Dope. dope. Yeah. Coaching is cool too. We had, we had coach Zeno on this podcast. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Now, how many episodes ago? Is <laughs> a little, a little back. back. Did you, did you ask him any crazy war stories? We okay. He was well. I didn't. I didn't know if he wanted to bring it up, like on camera. And stuff, yeah, so he like, was. He was telling me about a lot of it off off air. So like the kind of stuff that we were talking about on air was. Uh, I guess it was pretty tame compared to what he the life that he's lived. But we're definitely gonna have him back on sometime soon because the kind of shit that he was telling uh, telling me about off air is some of the most interesting things that I have ever heard of, and I I have to know more about that. It's not often that you talk to a mercenary, dude. <laughs> this fool was talking. This fool was talking about uh, what was it uh, that band? He brought up this band, this like Swedish death metal band. Oh, where the, yeah. Their names are like fucking like uh, uh, like pig, cor- corpse raper, pig and dick, stuff. and uh, yeah. stuff like yeah, pig dick, and like <laughs> we're telling. <and> Coach <laughs> Coachina was like, uh, I don't know, you know, people want to have crazy names, they can do it or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know? He's so he's so smooth and so s- sweet about everything he was yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. it was dope for sure. Yeah. Oh, we should have back on. Everything's funny in the accent. When you have an accent, everything's way funnier. It's very <laughs> true. That's true, dude. It's very true. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he was cool. We definitely want to have him back on just to talk about the other kind of stuff that that he's been through. Because I think he, he delved a little bit into how he grew up and like just what he yeah. had just come, a, come just across. Just a tiny bit. But like, that's, I feel like we scratched like 5% of, of the surface, you know? Yeah, so how did you, how did you find out about Coach Cena? Um, well, it was um uh, uh an an experience uh, a bad experience for me. Uh, basically, like uh, well, yeah. two things. You know, I trained with Hay- I I had known Hayward. I trained with him at a different gym. Uh, uh, they call him Hayward. We used to call him Josh. You know, but Hayward Charles. Um, 
and he was a brown belt under Master Cena. I trained with him for a few years, uh, uh, or a couple years at a different gym, and then he started going to Ironside, and I noticed, and I was training with him at Genesis Jiu-Jitsu, and I noticed how much better he was getting. I couldn't believe, like he was catching me and stuff. And when I when I first started training with him, I I, I, I would my my ground game was better than his, you know. Yeah, for and sure. I couldn't believe it. And then he told me he'd been training with Master Cena, and then I got the Master Cena came to Genesis and was training at Genesis Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, uh, he would come to the open mats, and he came and he he just fucked just me up. Lit <laughs> So bad one day, and I didn't tap. You know, I didn't want to tap because I was an idiot back then. I didn't know better, and he messed my neck up. I always, and he always, he always uh, uh, tells me I'm, I'm lying. But when I when I tell this story to everyone, that Master Cena messed my neck up, and that's how I learned. You know, uh, uh, that's how I learned how badass he was. He used to be six four. To be but the combination <laughs> of, of training with him and him fucking me up, and then uh, seeing how good Hayward was getting so fast, like Hayward had been over there for like six months or a year and i couldn't believe how much drastically better he got and then i went over there and i and i saw the technique and i went to like two classes and i was like oh man i need to be over here like i can i can learn more from this man than i can anywhere and um i just uh i, I just uh feel like it's better to be in a in, a, in a, a school where you're gonna learn more technique you know to me technique is very important and um you get a lot of one-on-one attention to me me and master cena you know we have a really good connection and um I think, you know, he loves and cares for me a lot just because, um, you know, f- first of all, we, we've been training together for, for some years now. And also um, uh, just he sees how serious I am. When you take yourself serious, other people take you serious. So oh, yeah. anytime I ask Cena a question, you know, he knows I'm, I'm hungry for knowledge and, you know, he has so much to give and to, and to teach. So we've always, you know, we've always had uh, a good connection. And, and you know, uh, I just love being over there. And that's, you know, once once that combination of me getting beat up by him and then uh, – uh, seeing how how fast I could progress with him, you know, I decided to go all in and, and let him be my full time jiu jitsu coach back home. For sure, yeah, he's a uh, that is one ripped man too. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. He's how, how old is he again? Fifty something, right? I think he's fifty. Yeah, I think he's exactly fifty, or maybe fifty one. And he's just like he. This is back when we were in the apartment, but he's just sitting there in my like plastic chair, just bursting out of his clothes, and he's like. Yeah, so you know, I'm 50, and I was like, oh, "That's racist! That's racist as fuck, dude!" Wait, what do you mean? What kind of accent was that? Well, that's Master Cena's accent, right? No, that sounded like fucking Alibaba or <laughs> no, some dude, shit. No, that's, that's, that's he's, he's like, "I break your neck," and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, now you sound like fucking Dracula, bro. <laughs> that's what he sounded. Like. He sounds like uh, the dude from 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 uh, uh, Ivan Drago from from Rocky. I must break you, <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, that's that's, what, that's, what it's that's exactly like. what he said Russian. to me. He's like, "I must break you," and I was like, "Whoa, dude, let's just do the podcast." Now it sounds Russian. It does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's he's kind of an enigma, like with just his sheer giant knowledge. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, let's get into some other stuff. I I wanted to ask you, uh, what size shoe do you think Justin Gaethje wears? <laughs> I don't fucking know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Toddler three? Is no, no, no. no. I, what I really wanted to know is, uh, how do you feel about Drake? How do I feel about Drake? I mean, he's good. He's all right. Um, uh, he's okay. I mean, he's he's popular. You know, um, the the, the any his music. Here's the thing. But this is my theory. Uh, with with music, any any music, uh, you can people when where people like artists like Drake can cross over and be popular with guys and girls both. They're gonna be you know their their career's gonna go through the roof. And and the hoes love Drake. Dra- the hoes love, love Drake. Drake. That's our that's, that's the, the title. title yeah. 
So if the hoes love Drake's music, then everyone else is going to love it. You know, if you if you you know you turn some Drake on, you see some girls popping their ass, then you're going to volunteer to play Drake even if you don't like his yeah. shit. You know? Yeah, for sure. The real question is, would you take Drake in the octagon? <laughs> um, I take him. Maybe, maybe uh, he might beat up Alex. He ain't got no chance to get. <laughs> Well, what do you got to say about that, you bitch? He's a bully, man. He always tries to pick on me, bro, because he's like, he, I mean, he fights at 155, but he walks around at like 210. He's a fucking giant dude. And he always calls me out. I'm just a little guy sitting in the corner, like, f- like just eating Apple Jacks. Yeah. He tries to come up behind me and just bully me all the time. Oh, my God. I'm going to go cry in the corner now because he's talking shit. He's, yeah. I, I'm reading right now, too, that your, your uh, reach is 76 inches. Uh, that's, that's a coincidence because that's how tall Alex and I are. Yeah, <laughs> your reach is my arms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex always playing the victim card. He might as well be a feminist or something. He sounds like a feminist uh, uh, playing the victim role. Yeah, I don't appreciate <laughs> you. I don't appreciate you using the term hose. We, <laughs> oh, okay, we prefer <laughs> we prefer thoughts on this podcast. I'm triggered. <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Justin's actually a new papa too. Yeah, dude. So do y'all want to talk about baby stuff? Uh, what's your favorite? Yeah, What'd you say? What the hell is your baby? Uh, he's about to be eight months. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. What about yeah, yours? Mine's three months. Really? What's, yeah. what's your favorite kind of diaper? This is a serious <laughs> question. No, I'm not, this is a serious question. This, this is very contentious, and I have a favorite one, and all the other ones can go to hell. Let me hear it. I think, I think we pretty much use the same ones every time it's the Huggies. Huggies? But- but the thing is, no, they have, you know what's so cool about them? Like, man, it's so, it, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I hope my girl don't watch this, and, but come on, it's not, it, it, it's so much easier to be a mother nowadays than it was tw- even 20 years ago. Yeah. These diapers nowadays, or a father for that matter, but these diapers nowadays, like that you, you, you put them on and the thing has a damn strip down the middle of it that changes color if he pisses or shit. Yeah. So you, yeah. you, have to you just look at it. It's either when it when the when it, when the line is blue, it means his ass his ass pissed or shit. Yeah, and uh, so you don't have to worry about constantly checking. It's just it's just way easier almost to be a uh, to be a parent nowadays. See, but like it not only like witchcraft, not only that, but uh, call it like daddy instinct or, or whatever. But like I mean, you can feel it. Like you can feel when he's soaking. <laughs> like when he's just sitting there soaking. It's because your baby weighs like ten pounds. Uh, yeah, my baby was born at ten pounds. It's a big baby. He was. Th- Ten wow. pounds, dude. Yeah, he's gonna take you in the octagon in like uh, thirty years. <laughs> oh, dude, that's actually. I actually, this is really stupid, but I wanna. I wanted to pick your brain about this. You remember when you were like a little kid on the playground, and uh, you you'd be chilling with like your friends, and mm-hmm. you'd be like, "No, nah, my dad could totally beat your dad," <laughs> and, yeah. I, and then but you would argue it to the death. But yeah. you'd be like, "You don't even. You don't even know my dad. My dad's a fucking badass, bro. He works on cars and shit, like." <laughs> I feel like your your baby's gonna be like on the playground, and then he's gonna be like, "Are you serious? Fucking Google my dad right now, you piece of shit." He has a Go Wikipedia Google my page. Dad. He's a fucking UFC champion, uh, one fifty five in the world right now. Yeah, fuck, in like five years, right? Or less than that, probably. But <laughs> possibility because these kids nowadays at five years old got damn cell phones and shit, so they probably could do the whole Google thing. And yeah. get with it. Google my dad, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Wikipedia, my dad. That's that's a whole new level right there because. You know, just about everybody's on Google now, if you think about it, just because, like, the spread of information. But to have yeah. a Wikipedia page, which you have, that's crazy. That's saying something. Yeah, he's fucking Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood piece of shit. <laughs> no, I'm just no, speaking of being Hollywood. Oh, wait, but no, but so go, go ahead and comment on, uh, uh, like, do you think your, your kid's going to be, like, in preschool? Like, my dad will beat the shit out of your dad, bitch. Literally. Like, he's probably going to run so- the playground. 
I'm sure he will. And then my kid will be in preschool whipping all the other little kids ass because I'm gonna make him tough. He ain't gonna be a little pussy. There you yeah, go. Sure. Are, you, are you gonna are you gonna like? Uh, I, I don't know how how soon you can start him in like martial arts or like jujitsu or whatnot. But yeah, like, that's a good point. Are you gonna put him in it maybe just for just for sport at first or? Yeah, two questions. What are you gonna put him in first and second? How old? See, I haven't decided what I'm going to put him in first. I think, you know, maybe at like three years old, I may, may start teaching him how to punch and me hold little mitts for him or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, but the first time, uh, uh, when, when he does start doing jiu-jitsu class or, or wrestling and, and stuff like that, you know, um, I'm going to put him in everything, you know, all, all, you know, whatever, whatever's available, you know, maybe jiu-jitsu or wrestling or, or boxing or whatever. But I'm going to, when he went or early on, like, especially from the grappling standpoint with wrestling and, and jiu-jitsu stuff, I'm not going to coach him. I'm going to let someone else coach him, you know, and I want it, want it to be fun for him. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to obviously force my kid to to be into fighting or whatever, but I am going to force him to train, though. Yeah. He's going to learn how to think stuff because he's not going to be a, There's too many victims in today's society, all these people, you know, going around getting bullied and people want to wear a fucking anti-bullying yeah. shirt. Like me when you bully me. Too many hashtags. Yeah. All that's. <laughs> Seriously, like you, you go tell the fucking teacher, oh my, uh, uh, I'm getting bullied. This probably gonna get your ass whipped worse, you know. I mean, we we know we That's were true. all boys and stuff growing up. Like, obviously, uh, I'm not gonna make my kid fight every damn weekend in a tournament or something if you don't want to fight. But he is gonna train. I mean, it's as simple as that. He don't want my kid don't ever have to do a competition if he don't want to do one, you know. Yeah. But but he will train and he will learn how to defend himself. He's not gonna be a pussy. You know? So at least at least self defense. For sure, for sure, and and I feel like um uh. I feel like you don't. I feel like I won't have to force my kid necessarily to to or, or or try to force him to do any of this stuff. I feel like if I just um uh, if I just put him in that environment and he that's all he sees all the time, which is probably what he will see a lot of the time because I by the time he gets you know maybe not four or five, but maybe the time he's seven, eight years old or so for sure. Definitely, probably with the next five years, I plan on opening my own gym and having my own gym. Oh, so good. you know, he's going to be up there all the time, and he's going to see other kids, and he's going to, you know, he's he's going to see uh, just that whole environment. So if I think if you feel like if you put him in that environment, then then he'll he'll want to do it, be a part of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Um, that's an experiment in uh, nature versus nurture. I think so. I think yeah. it's also just uh, so like a, a parenting style, but because yeah. I, I grew up playing baseball, and uh, you would always see like kids who were like really badass at baseball and they just loved the game and then you would see dudes that were really badass but they fucking hated it and then you'd look at their dads and their dads were fucking yelling at them from the stands yeah and like you know yelling, the- yelling at the coaches for not putting them in enough and all kinds of stuff like that and then as soon as they were old enough to do it they were like fuck this sport yeah, i'm getting yeah. the fuck out of here because like they start to hate it because their dads are trying to like basically live through them yeah that expectation too i bet the ones that loved it uh, it was something that their dad loved, you know, just exactly, like a yeah. good positive type thing. Like this and, is great, you know. And I, I think like basically what you're saying is like almost like you're not forcing him to do it necessarily, but it's kind of a, uh, you know, he, he probably is going to look up to you more than anything and just want to emulate you because you know you're his dad and you're basically a superhero to him, you know. And I guess like being a professional fighter, you basically are, right? In some ways. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the goal. Of course, I want. I, I want to be a role model for my, my my kid, and I want him to. I mean, do I want him to be just just like me? Like, n- I mean, no, I don't want nobody. Maybe a little just smarter, like right? Me. But I do <laughs> want him to do what? Yeah, I said maybe a little smarter, right? 
<laughs> what the hell ever. <laughs> I do want him to. I do want him to want to be like me. You know what I'm saying? He. I, I do want him to see his dad and be like, oh, you know, my dad works hard. My dad, you know, um, is a champion. My dad believes in himself. My dad, you know, is smart. My dad is strong. You know, I do want him to want those qualities. You know, that I feel like I that I try that I have and I try to progress and, and, and possess myself. Um, and I, like I said, if you, I feel like if, as long as with kids, I obviously I'm a new parent, so I'm learning just like everyone else is, but I do, you know, I do have five nieces and six nephews. So I've been experienced with kids and stuff. They're going to, if you're around and you're involved in your kid's life, I feel like that obviously, you know, takes out a lot of the battle of, uh, of your kid turning out bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, you know, churches, uh, there's pr- uh, preachers' daughters who turn into whores, you know. But as, as a yeah. whole, as a whole, the percentage of people, if you're around your kid and you give them support and stuff like that, I think they're going to turn out decent. And you, I just want my kid to, my goal is I, want my, I don't, I want my kid to know how to defend himself and I want him to grow up in with good work ethic and, and make smart decisions. And from there, he can decide what he wants to do in life and all that. But yeah. I want him to, to make smart decisions. I don't want him to... He, to to lose it anything because he didn't he didn't try as hard or to or he didn't put the effort out you know if yeah. losing in life losing you know someone else gets a better grade than you in school or whatever you know I just want him to put a hundred percent effort into whatever he does yeah yeah for sure it's a solid technique because that's that's roughly what I plan on doing too I, I'm a drummer so like the number one thing I get asked is oh you're gonna make him you're gonna make your son a drummer it's like oh well, I'm not gonna make him do anything. But, I mean, let's be honest. He's probably gonna end up being a guitar player. Yeah. Okay. See, uh, see, Uncle Alex out here. Yeah. Whatever. Fucking shredding noodle fingers. Uh, but yeah, he's probably. I mean, growing up, you know, around me and seeing that it's something that I love doing and that I cannot stop doing. You know, I do it on tables. I do it on my chest or whatever. He's probably gonna be uh, exposed to it from a very, very early age, and it might be something that he will eventually like doing. Yeah. Or, for sure. Or he might grow up to be in the UFC, or he might just be, I don't know, he, he might be in baseball. Like He could be in whatever he wants to. Yeah. I'm, I'm just excited to see what he's going to be interested in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's crazy molding a young mind. It's exciting. I, mean, I, don't, I still don't have kids. But, uh, but you have your nephew. I yeah, mean, my you can see nephew. how that's going. You, you see it firsthand. I think he already wants to be a fighter, bro. Yeah. He's like, man, he's, he's something else. He's like, he's Jim. Yeah, dude, maybe. If he didn't live so far. Ironside has such a good kids program, you know? They have such a good kids program. Take them to the gym, you know. And um, uh, well, now there's a couple of knuckleheads named Dylan and Tanner coaching the kids program. So I don't know. Yeah, well, Master Cena keeps them on a good leash. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, dude. Oh yeah, they got their blue belts. I don't know if you heard. Do what? They got their blue belts. I don't. I didn't know if you heard that. uh, Dylan and Tanner. So congratulations, I guess. I mean, I go to the gym, bro. I come and train. I haven't seen you in months. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah, dude. Because I don't go to no gi that much. I mostly do gi. And that's just a that's hey, just a time thing. I'm about to have to get I'm about to have to get off because my roommates are home and I don't want to. Uh, uh, I, I yeah, know they're sure. going to be loud in the background and making noise and shit. All right, well, thanks for coming out, man. Um, before you go, is there any any place you want to plug uh, your Instagram or anything? You're like that? You're on Twitter. You got your fight coming up. Uh, what, what you got going on? Yeah, just follow me on um, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. They're all the same. James Vic MMA. Yeah, don't and forget then, to tune in August 25th. August 25th, um, uh, Pinnacle Bank Arena, Lincoln, Nebraska. It'll be on Channel Fox Sports one Saturday night. I'm the main event, my first main event. I'm excited. Yeah, congratulations. When odds come out, y'all bet the house on me because I'm going to smoke this dude. This motherfucker's going down in two rounds and, and, and bet the house and you'll win a lot of money. 
Two rounds. Yeah, there you go. Two there rounds. You heard it here. All right, buddy. Hey, thanks so much right. for coming on. It's my first time getting to meet you, and it was uh, it was a pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Anytime that you're back here home, you should come in and uh, hang out with us. I'll see what I can do, man. I told Alex, man, I'm yeah. so busy. You're you too know, busy now, man. And I'm gone half the year and everything. And he 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 was getting all offended and shit. So I'm gonna have to choke <laughs> him out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he said he's gonna choke you out. Awesome. Here's my neck. There it is. <laughs> all right. Thanks so much, right. buddy. <laughs> Later, right, guys. Take see you, buddy. Yeah. So there you go. What a what a nice uh, what a lovely uh, big ass piece of shit that guy is, huh? Yeah, he was great. No, uh, I, my, my, my favorite part was about him choking you out. He's awesome. That never happened though. <laughs> Maybe like a long, long time ago. Yeah. Maybe like three years ago or something. He's he, cool, man. He might have maybe caught me. Yeah, slipping, but yeah, something about a heel hook or something. I don't know. No, he doesn't do. He doesn't. He doesn't know nothing about legs. <laughs> that was cool, man. That was fun. He's cool. Yeah, for uh, sure. I, I no joke. I am legitimately excited to see this fight. Me too, dude. Yeah. First main event. Oh god. Yeah, he seems he seems really proud, like really happy about it. Um, a lot of shit talking, which is great. I've yeah. always appreciated that shit. He's I a, love he's that. A, he's a great shit talker. Yeah, uh, I love that. I, I also too like not just because I know him, but I legitimately think he has a, a like a really good matchup with Justin Gaethje. Just like the stuff we talked about. Yeah, he has a, you know, he he has a lot of range. He has a lot of reach, and Justin Gaethje likes to come in. I mean, he has a lot of power too. Mm-hmm. James does. Yeah. So he has, um, you can look up his highlight reel. He has a ton of knockouts by, uh, one by uppercut. He's got some by, I think he has by multiple knee. by knee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that thing, dude. So, so people who like to rush in and, you know, stand square and try to exchange with them, that's not really a, a great strategy. How, how much bigger is he than uh, Justin Gaethje? I, I mean, I'm sorry. How height, much, yeah, taller. Height-wise? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Because that's, that's gonna, that always makes a huge difference. It's just, it's all about the reach, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, it depends on the on the matchup because uh, some some guys are good at negating the reach with uh, footwork and and leg kicks and yeah. stuff. But James does have a a boxing background, so he has you know pretty good f- uh, footwork. And fuck, I forgot to ask him about something, but it doesn't matter now. Something about his feet. Uh, well, there's, got, yeah. there's something to say about being thirteen and one, though. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's his whole pro career. So, but. Uh, not even counting. He said he was, he was nine and one in in the UFC, which, yeah, it is kind of ridiculous, man. That Mike, uh, I guess through his career, he's had a hard time getting the the fights he wants. Yeah, and like you said, like there's there's dudes that are already in the in the top ten that have been kind of just given matchups for for whatever reason that uh, have <laughs> have like way worse records than he does, or not necessarily worse, but you know, just having that many wins. Yeah. Uh, and the most shocking part to me again is like the whole ranking system. I, is it supposed to be from like a math standpoint? Like, like again, I don't know anything about well, any of this. For, for it one, doesn't make any sense to me. For one thing, I guess from as best as they can do, it's from a math standpoint. Yeah, but the math doesn't work in UFC. Like there, there's a uh, there, there's there's all kinds of variables that like that are unseen. So it's like if guy A beats guy B and then guy B beats guy C then guy A should be able to beat guy C. Okay, but that's not necessarily the truth. Guy C might beat guy A easily. But it, because there's something that guy A had that was kind of like a death for guy B. Yeah. But guy C that's not death for him. Sure. Okay. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so no, I get it. It doesn't necessarily fall down like that way. Yeah. It's it's not it's not math, but that's kind of how they try to do rankings. But also, the people who make them, like he said, they're like basically reporters. Like they don't suits. Yeah. So they're, the I only mean, octagon they've ever seen is a stop sign. Yeah, all the rankings are just fucking. I don't. Know. I don't even know, dude. I guess they're for betting, but even sometimes, like if you look at the odds, I'm not a betting man, but I'll, I'll look at the odds sometimes, and I'll be like, dude, who the fuck makes these odds? It'll be. Yeah. It'll be. I don't know. But yeah, that that was James Vick. So he's cool, man. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm I'm not real big into it. You know me. You know yeah, I'm not. Yeah. It's never been something that I've like been super interested in. But if it's on, I'll definitely watch it. And I get. I definitely. I, I'll get like the. I don't like the tinge. Like if I can see a hit coming, like I'll kind of throw my hands up a little bit because <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm right yeah. there. Yeah. Or like if I see an opening, I'm like, ah, ah, it's right there. Uh, <laughs> but I don't actively seek it out. Uh, but. He seems like a super super cool guy. I mean, he's from here too, which is cool. He's a, yeah. he's he's a hometown hero by by definition. Um I mean, seems like we got a lot in common just like with the baby stuff. Like everything he was saying, I'm like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's kind of what I plan on doing with Orion too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, maybe not from like a fighting standpoint or whatever, but uh music. Yeah, from maybe from music. Yeah, like he he just seems like a cool down-to-earth guy. You know him personally. I mean, he's talking about the kind of stuff he went through at um, at Ironside with Coach Cena too. He like he knows the guys that you're talking about who just got their blue belts. Like he yeah. he is not a Hollywood type. Like he still parts of his life before he went into UFC, I guess, um, are still important to him. Yeah, and that's cool to me. You know, that makes him more human. Even though I know all celebrities are human, but that makes me way more excited to see what he's gonna do. You know, as not human, to. Johnny Depp. Yeah, or as I'm a digital cyber demon. Serios is a digital cyber demon. I think Johnny Depp is a vampire. Uh, yeah, he's a he's also bleeding dry when it comes to his bank account. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. He he's just the best at living paycheck to paycheck. Dude, that is so true. <laughs> that is he's, so true. He's the most richest paycheck to paycheck. You know, guy. he's he's had to start selling stuff off to yeah. be able to pay for like his lavish parties. Yeah, and but shit. when his new movie drops, yeah. Dude, I forgot what the it's number crazy. Was. I forgot what the number was, but I saw how much his uh just just for his wine his monthly wine expenditure, it was something like thirty grand, I think. No, it's uh it's actually twenty grand weekly. Okay, well there you go. Yeah. Because somebody actually got it wrong, they were like, it's ten grand, and he like he was doing an interview, he's like he's like, Don't insult me. It's twenty thousand dollars weekly. Just for wine. Just for wine. I couldn't even consume twenty thousand dollars of wine in my lifetime. No, you probably could. Think so? Because some of it's. Oh, I mean, I buy the cheap shit though. Some of it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I would. I don't think I. I would never partake in an expensive glass of wine unless somebody else bought it for me. You, you know, know it's funny about that. My mm-hmm. dad's not a wine drinker, but uh, so one time he made uh, he built the library for. Uh, what, what has he not built? I know, right? He bu- he built the library for. Like I forgot what it was, some government, mm-hmm. <laughs> some government, one but, of them's, yeah, one of them governments. And so <laughs> he was at the like release party or whatever the fuck, and uh, the, the ribbon cutting, yeah, something like that. But you know him, he's like a Keystone drinker, right? So he doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about that. He yeah. doesn't, he doesn't even drink wine, right? And uh, somebody like handed him a glass of wine, like I think it was like the. Like mayor or something like it was some some like whatever. Here you go, Mister Soto. And he was like, "Oh, I don't really drink wine." And he's like, yeah. "He was like, do you got some cores?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, we only have wine." So he's like, "Okay." So he drinks it and he's like, "Oh, this is horrible." And they're like, "Oh, that's like a, a hundred dollar glass of wine." And he was like, "It's gross." 
good. He's an everyman because some wine is disgusting. It doesn't matter how expensive it is. Yeah, that's just funny. It's so my dad, though. Yeah. You got any curves? Yeah. Yeah. Curves. You got any still reserves? He doesn't sound like that because he's fucking Mexican. Yeah. He's like, course. You got any course white? He doesn't even talk like that. He's either. like, uh, my name is not Way. It's John Cooper, the mayor of Mayorsville. Yeah. I want to say it was uh, Abilene. Oh, okay. It was one of those cities. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. One of the throwaway it, cities. Hey, Flyover I, cities. As someone, yeah, as someone who lives in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, mm-hmm. does this ever happen to you? Where people are like, hey, uh, or you're like, yeah, I'm from Dallas-Fort Worth. And they're like, oh, my cousin's from uh, blank city, fucking random ass name. Athens. Yeah, and you're like, hmm. Never heard of that city before in my life and couldn't point it out to you on a map if, uh, I, would, if I would die if I couldn't do it. Yeah, if you don't live in Texas, there's kind of this weird thing in Texas where uh, I guess we're, our state is so giant that they started fucking running out of names. So they just use other places. Yeah. Los Angeles, Texas. There's Athens. Paris, Paris Texas. Yeah. Um, shit, what else? Um, there's, a, there's a lot. I can't even. Yeah, there's a whole bunch like major U.S. cities too. That are oh, Italy. Texas. I think there's Italy, Texas. Italy, Texas. Yeah. Um, and then like you got people that are like, oh, that's cool. My cousin lives in San Angelo. And it's like, okay, well, that's, like, they're that's closer. Like five hours away. They're closer to Mexico than to me. So, I mean. I guess they live in Mexico. Yeah. So that doesn't mean anything to me at all. Yeah. I got someone who lives in El Paso. They might as well be in New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? Dude. It's too, got, it's, too, I, it's too big for small talk. I have family in El Paso. Yeah. They basically live in New Mexico. I always say I'm sorry because... It's not a good place. Have you been there? Yeah, dude. We went it there. On, we played on, it's we it's went there on mountains tour. and shit. Yeah, it was, it was awful. We went there on tour on... Uh, uh, oh, on the, the, the brick and mortar tour we were there. And it was it was something else, dude. Not, not a good place at yeah. all. Yeah. Not a good place. Bro, you know the fucking carteles are like right across the border from there. Yeah, dude. That's where my family's from. On uh, my dad's side. Juarez. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you can, uh, I think we, like, uh, it, it gets real hilly around there too, so you can, you can see right over the border. So you, I mean, like, you can look at Mexico. Yeah. And I think it was uh, like a 15-minute drive or something, so it's not far. It's yeah. right there. Not even, and like in some parts, it's like not even 15 minutes. Yeah, well, we're, where we were, oh, where like we were, were in, uh, I think we were like right in the city. So, but yeah, there's was, a lot of like mountains and stuff. And I was just imagining like these crazy ass fucking Indian dudes just like ganking a fucking wagon that happened to just come come through, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> okay, we, no, this is what I picture. Okay. So there, there's, there's some settlers on a wagon, right? Settlers. And then the one who's driving the wagon is like, oh, this is Are they my- from Catan? They're like, yeah, settlers of Catan. And, and the one driving is like, oh, this is my jam, right? So while the wagon is moving, they get out of the wagon, and then they're just like, <laughs> and then a fucking Indian's like, bam. Whoa, I'm sorry. What was that you just said? What, what are you talking about? What did you just say? Like, Keisha, do you love me? No, no, after that. I mean, what did you say? What? I guess I guess we'll just have to roll back the tape after we're uh, done editing the episode. I don't know what you're talking about, yeah. dude. You're always fucking talking shit. <laughs> there was a guy. Uh, we were at a we were at a restaurant there, and he walked up to the table and he was selling wallets. And he oh, was, that's probably my cousin. I think. Yeah, I think I have a cousin that sells wallets over there. It might have been him. He kind of yeah. looked like you, except he was really dark and had a big old stash. It was a nice looking stash. It was a good stash. That's like me in the summer. It was a. It was de- yeah, dude. You get really dark. <laughs> And sometimes I grow a stash. Yeah. Because that's all I can grow. He was like, yeah, he didn't speak English. He's like, get this? And I was like, no, no, no. No, no thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Dude, the worst part is when they just 
Uh, oh, have you ever had someone start washing your windshield? No. And you're like, you're like, no, I don't want my windshield. They don't even ask you. They just start doing. Not it. only that, but they make it worse too. Like you get the streaks. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. But yeah. then they're they're like, can you pay me now? <laughs> and you're like, I didn't want you to wash my windshield. Yeah. But, but I washed it. It's a scam. You yeah. know what? If they if they didn't wash the window, I would give them money. Like, no, 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 no. I will pay you Cause, not cause to just, do this to me. They just smear it. Yeah, you're gonna make it worse for me in every way. I have bugs <clears throat> on the windshield. You it's have just to much worse. You have to scrub them for a, a much longer time than you plan on doing it because it's 110 degrees outside right now, and you're not wearing a hat. You don't got a sombrero on. You know what I'm saying? Because they can't afford one. Yeah, that's true. Because nobody will pay them whenever they wash their windshield. Because they do a shitty job of it. They should, <laughs> it sucks that they've been reduced to having to do that. It's they don't even ask. Thing. Yeah, they I know. Just do it. No, it's a scam. It's a yeah. scam. They, they, they're just, they do it so they guilt trip you into, into, into giving them money. But you know what? If I see somebody on the street, I've got some cash on me. Here you go, buddy. Hey, it looks like you're having a tough time. Here, yep. go get you something nice. Yeah. But if you start washing my windshield, I'm going to have a problem. Here's my money anyways. Damn it, it worked on me. What if you had a crack rock in your pocket? Would you give him the crack rock instead? No, dude, those, that's expensive, and you know, is I, it you, you get the itch. Isn't that the cheapest drug? Uh, I think black tar crack is like the cheapest one. Black tar heroin. Yeah, that one. The only thing I've ever heard of that is because of the only thing I've ever. The only reason I've ever heard of that was because of Cards Against Humanity. Oh yeah, that is a card. But that's what right. Jesse was into on uh, Breaking Bad. You know what I just realized. Hmm. I've been waiting for you to get us back on track, but I'm hosting this time. You're hosting, you ugly bitch. Shit, it's, that's kind of confusing, huh? It's a good episode, man. That's just the conversation. Yeah, that's true. That's this is kind of what shit shoots are like. Oh, shit, you're right. Speaking of shit shoots. <laughs> you're so right. Because this is us shooting the shit. Yeah. Speaking of shit shoots, hey, where can you find us, Justin? Patreon.com slash idiotsyncratic. It's right there. Big old red letters right there. Um, and uh, we do... We do it big there. We do it big on Patreon. Uh, we do it big. Patreon is email list. They're like, hey, you guys are doing it too big. You might want to tone it down a little bit. They told us, like, and calm the fuck down. Yeah, we're like, go to hell, you you, you stupid uh, pink piece of shit. Because yeah, I think their logo is pink. I was like, never will I ever calm down. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't calm down. We don't calm down for anybody. We actually, we turn it up a little bit more just for you guys if you subscribe on Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month. Well, actually, a dollar a month. You're just helping out. And yeah. you can give a little bit more than that, Thank too, you. if you don't expect you know, any sort of reward or anything. Yeah, but baseline, everybody can afford a dollar. Everybody can afford a dollar. If, if you, you like what we do, there you go. Help us out a little bit. You know, It, 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 it really does help. Like The dollar a month actually yeah. does help. It goes towards hosting. It goes towards other cool shit that we're planning on doing for you guys. All the stuff. Five bucks a month, <clears throat> just you. like he just said, gets you shit shoot. It's a bi-monthly show, so that means you get two of those a month, and it's just us shooting the shit. Two of these. Kind of what you were hearing just now with the, uh, I don't remember what we're talking we about. We did that by accident. But that's kind of what you do, what you get. And you get our thoughts throughout the uh, the past two weeks or whatever that uh, it's been since the last time yeah, we recorded a show. Justin shoot likes shoot. to talk about work a lot. Yeah, yeah, I bring in a lot of work stuff. It's crazy. It's it's almost like working at the office because like you got a lot of you got a lot of characters, you know. And uh, these stories need to be told, or else they'll just disappear into the ether. <laughs> Disney's the office. Yeah, and you love the, you love the stories I bring from from my they're, job. They're, they're so cr- ridiculous. They're they crazy. They don't aren't they? sound real. Yeah, and <laughs> they really when, do sound like they're part of Disney's the office. Dude, <laughs> and whenever it happens, too, I feel like I'm Jim, and I feel like I look at the camera like Jim know, Bean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Jim Halper. Yeah, I'm just like Oh, I did it. I did it the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there there've been times when the people doing stupid shit have caught me looking like that and they're like, "What's that for?" I'm like, <laughs> "What are you doing? What are you doing?" That's yeah. why I have that reaction, like, jackass. I was breaking the fourth wall, duh. You're uh, supposed the, uh, to, you're supposed to be paused. I have to cue to the audience that what you just did is ridiculous, it's stupid. obviously. Yeah. 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 So, uh yeah, you get two of those a month. It's a fun show. Um I can't decide which one's my favorite to be honest because they're all completely different. 
and they're all a lot of fun. So you get that, and it's and and also the cover art that I made for it is pristine. It's the best thing I've ever made in my entire life. Yeah, ten bucks a month gets you Airheads. Airheads, yeah. And we just recorded Airheads too, uh, Friday night. Yep. Yeah, two. It was a good one too. There was some some (laughs) crazy some crazy crazy stuff in that mug. A lot of goop. A lot of goop on that. Yeah, let's just dude. I've been trying so hard to like earlier. Whenever I said I just keep wanting to reference it, I was talking about the, I wanted to make a goop joke, <laughs> but I was like, oh, they won't get it because it hasn't, one that hasn't dropped yet, yep. and two, unless they pay money, they're not going to hear it. Yeah, um, I uh, I know it hasn't dropped yet, and I know nobody's heard it yet, and it won't make any sense. But I just want to tell you, okay, for the people that do subscribe to the ten dollar tier, uh, you'll get what I'm saying. Uh, the petition is now at twelve thousand four hundred ninety six. <gasps> What I thought it was, it wasn't five thousand. It was supposed to be five thousand, and it's at twelve thousand. Twelve thousand, and now it's at twelve thousand five hundred two. Yeah. So like, what they, the, so does that mean they win and they, they get to drink the shit? They, they keep upping it. So it was five thousand, and then it was ten thousand. Now it's uh, it's let's get to fifteen thousand. So now it's at twelve thousand five twelve. What the fuck, dude? dude? It's crazy. Yeah. Wait, wait, but so I, I want to sign it. But what happens now? So the petition was a huge success. <laughs> so does that mean that? They, it's gonna happen. They might I mean, get to. You drink have to listen to. You gotta listen to uh, Airheads too. Airheads to know what we're talking about. But hey, here's a super cool thing too that uh, I was just looking at. Uh, the first, so we drop all the bonus content on the first of every month. So you get the next shit shoot, the next Airheads, and then uh, we also do the fifteenth for the second shit shoot of the month. The first of August is a Wednesday, so that means on Wednesday, August first, if you subscribe to the ten dollar tier, you get. The regular weekly idiosyncratic show, you get sh- Shit Shoot 3, and you get Airheads 2. That's three shows in one day. You can't get that anywhere else. Don't bother looking at Patreon to try and prove me wrong because you won't do it because, uh, just trust me, you're getting a lot of content with us for just a little bit of money a month. So if you like what we do, if you, uh, if you enjoy the show, if you enjoy different aspects of the show too, because each show is completely different, 10 bucks a month. That's all it costs. That's and it. amazing. It's a lot of fun, dude. Uh, yeah, I think... Sometimes I like them better than, than, dare I say it, these episodes. And then sometimes we do one of these episodes and I'm like, oh no, this is the OG show. This is the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, mean, I guess it depends on like show for show. That's but, a good thing. You know, like it's, yeah. every episode that we do gets better and better, whether it be the bonus episodes or whether it be these episodes. So Yeah, they're kind of all us talking, but you know, just implementing different uh, formats and yeah. different guests and different stuff like that yeah. i think it really uh it's it uh, has different flavors adds a lot to we have a mythology now dude it coats your palate differently yeah it definitely does so again patreon.com slash idiotsyncratic give us your money that's our new slogan so at the at the indian wedding i was at yesterday mm-hmm. the priest dropped like a low-key homophobia ism mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, what the fuck? I looked around. Did anybody else hear that? There were all Indian people there. I was the only one who wasn't. They were like, yeah. So, but preach, because like you know how it's a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And they were, um, what did he say? Oh, it was during a prayer, right? And you know how they'll be like, thank you, God, for bringing us together, and for you know, uh, this uh, you know, man and wife that's gonna get married and stuff like that. You know, but but instead of saying like wording it that way, mm-hmm. he was like, "Thank you for making us male and female, so that way we can be joined together," and something like that. And I was oh like, my. "I was like, oh shit! Did he just say that there's no other thing but male and female?" Yeah, and, and I guarantee like you're looking around, and everyone's like, 
Yeah. No, you can't look around because everybody's like, what's bowing their head and praying? Oh yeah, that? it's a prayer. I forgot it's a yeah. prayer. Yeah. Dude, so are they like laying on the ground, like on their knees, or? No, 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 no. They weren't Catholic or anything. They were Christian, but they were Indian, and they did a ton of praying. Christian Indian. Yeah, which I've been to Christian weddings, and there there'll be like a prayer or two, like maybe at the beginning and the end, mm-hmm. but this was insane. Like they were like kept praying over and over again. But um, can't put that in my mouth yet. The rough part of it though was that a lot of it was in like I'm assuming Indian, mm-hmm. or I was trying to figure out if like you know how t- you know some churches do the uh, do the um fuck what's it called oh tongues you know what that is oh yeah yeah they speak but, in tongues yeah speaking tongues yeah so I'm not even trying to make a joke I'm not trying to be funny this is literally how I felt I was sitting there and I was like I couldn't tell if. He- they were speaking tongues or Indian at some points. Mm. And I was like, is that racist? I don't know. I don't think so. It all sounds the same to me. I was like, what the? Wait, fuck? is that racist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what's really racist? What? Termites eating my damn house. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. like a hate crime or something? Because it feels like it. They don't like people. They hate people. They hate. They, they love wood. They hate human beings. But they love eating human beings' houses. You know what I'm yeah, saying? They love sucking on wood. They do. Like sucking on fat, veiny wood. Bunch of wood suckers, dude. They're terrible. So, uh, yeah, your boy's got termites. Uh, I sh- definitely should have paid for the uh, termite inspection when we did the home inspection, but it was, it was too much money for me. How much was it? It was like an extra 400 bucks which, that I didn't have. Couldn't spend anything else because everything was going into getting the house in the first place. Couldn't rack up any more credit card debt. Couldn't do anything. So yeah. it was legitimately out of my reach short of having to ask somebody, hey, can I have $400, please, to get this termite yeah, inspection? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, a, it was a mistake. I definitely should have done it somehow with uh, no money. But uh, yeah, your boy's got termites now. Mm. And uh, they've started, like I said in the, uh, I think I said on the pre-roll or the beginning of the video but yeah they started burrowing through the outside and now they're starting to come inside so do they just eat wood or do they eat like uh like sidewall and that's stuff? a good question um i'm guessing like the drywall drywall i'm guessing they eat drywall too or at least break through it somehow because they're they're in the house like they they made it in and it's only one spot which is good thank god it's Wait, only so you're telling spot. me your fancy smancy uh robocop uh Security couldn't keep the termites out. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you. Nest Nest failed me is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this is all I'm gonna sue Nest. And they're like I'm assuming for twenty like, million dollars. It's a termite nest, and we're Nest, so we're friends. So it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like what? Yeah, we're both nests. Yeah. So you get it, and they hang up on me. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So they started burrowing in. Uh, we hired somebody to come out. He's like a retired vet. Like he, this is this is all he does now because he enjoys doing it, and he killed them. But he didn't prevent them from coming back. So they came back. So then we had, we had to hire Terminix. Like the big yeah. mega corporation. Big pharma. Big pharma. Big um, pesticide. We had Wait, to hire them. Can you, um, I don't know if you want to disclose this, but are you, are you okay with uh, giving us numbers? Oh, no. That's what I'm about to give you. Okay. This okay. is why it's so outrageous. Okay. So uh, we had to hire them because they, came, they did the best pitch. They came out. And I'm, I'm sure they're used to it by now, but they came out and they told us, like they showed me the whole graph of like how termites get into houses and how they burrow and, and why they're so dangerous. Um, and the fact that this plot of land should never have been built on in the first place. 
Why? So termites start off deep, deep, deep in the ground. In the roots. And what they do is like they create a tunneling system. Wait, can I guess? Go ahead. Uh, to prevent or to kill all the termites, do you have to uh, have like poison that is disguised as food so they take it to their queen? That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So they've been burrowing and tunneling all around like underneath this general area. So he was like this... They never should have built around here, which is because like the, ter- the termites were there first. You know, that's the problem is that they're and there we have first. To respect their authority, basically, because they'll tear down your house. Yeah, like you have no choice. So, well, are you worried about uh, like your what is it called? Like foundation? foundation? No, no, not really. Because um, well, I mean, every house is going to have foundation issues at some point, yeah. and I haven't heard anything about termites speeding that process up, but. What I'm doing right now should take care of all the termites like in this vicinity. So I don't think I'll have to worry about it. The thing that sucks is that I have now subscribed to a subscription model that I will never be able to unsubscribe from. What? Unless I want my house torn down by bugs. Are you serious? No joke, dude. $2,000 is what this is costing me. $2,000. Do you have to keep paying them? Uh, yeah, every two years. $2,000. $1,000 a year to keep these bugs away. <laughs> yep what the fuck there it is that's that's what's getting to me so bad um, wait why don't you just go on youtube and research how to keep termites <clears throat> away and then uh go to like alibaba and buy the chemicals i would uh i guess i well see no then you gotta buy the traps so what they did they came out and instead of like drilling through my deck and like into the house and stuff like that the the most or the least invasive way to do it is to set traps all around the house so like all around the yard. So there's uh, 20, 25 traps. No, no, like, they, like they, they're about this long and they stick them in the ground. So only the top sticks out. Uh. Filled with pesticides. So what happens is like the theory is that the... So like, it's, ooh, it's a piece of candy. Yeah, it's supposed to be like generally where the tunnels are. So instead of... So like they'll follow each other. So, you know, they're already going into the house. So yeah, one of them- like ants, right? Yeah, exactly. Just like ants. So one will wander off into where the trap is. And so once they do that, they've already laid their scent. So they've indicated that it's safe to go this way. So yeah. the rest of them are to follow. So what they'll do is they'll go in. Oh shit, look at this candy, piece of candy. And they'll take that and they'll take it back to the queen. And then they'll keep doing that. And eventually I will eliminate, exterminate, execution all the ants in this general <laughs> that's a callback to execute yeah that uh all the the carpenter ants and the termites in this area but he said it takes about six weeks so in the meantime i guess because they're in a frenzy now because they're starting to die off uh they've been pouring into the house much more than they ever have before so now i got a bunch of dead uh termite bodies that just show up every day in the corner of our master bedroom you know what i think about that mm. i think that they probably were there already, but you just never noticed them before because they, so. were, they were being sly. They were like ninjas. But since they're dying, they're just dying like while they're carrying out their day-to-day activities. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're noticing like, hey, what the fuck? There's a like pile of corpses over there, <laughs> and, which normally they would have been gone because they would have made it in and out without yeah. you knowing because they came, got a piece of wood, and, and then left. Oh, piece of candy. Yeah, and then without... Without you ever knowing, because yeah. they're, they're basically like ninjas. As quickly as they came. But now that they're, they're like half poisoned when they come in, and then they're like, okay, I got to escape now. And they're like, uh, uh, is that centaur blood? Uh, I feel so good. Like, is that centaur blood? And then they. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, uh, that's what's happening. I, I actually saw one come in, hang out on the wall, 
and then fall to its death. And I was like, that's what you get, you stupid bitch. Bring some more out, you stupid ho-ass ho bitch. How long were you watching him? Not long. Oh. Like I, I was, because like I know where they're coming out from. So I, I was like time lapse so viewing. You know, every now and then, like I'll just kind of just look up there to see if I see anything. And I saw one come in, and I was like, oh. and then it just stood there for a second, and it was like, <laughs> dead. Yeah. I was like, I hope you broke your damn neck when you hit the ground too, you dumb little bitch. So as a uh, compare a comparison comparative model, mm -hmm. how much did the uh, the Vietnam vet charge you? Uh, he was three hundred bucks. Okay, so you basically do nothing. Yeah, uh, he's more like uh, now. topical. Topical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I'll solve it for you right now, but he's not preventative. You know, he doesn't have the tool. He All doesn't I have did the tools. Was spray poison around. Yeah, basically, that's exactly what he did, and it worked. You know, because it took out everything. It took out everything that was there. But and the Terminex guy showed us where the tunnel is. He was like, "I bet you, I can show. I can show you right now." So we walked around to the corner of the house, and he was looking around. He goes, "Right there." So he moved some of the gravel like uh, uh, at the corner of the house where they're coming in from. And then he, he, like, there's like these dirt clumps. It just looks like dirt. Yeah. And he goes, watch this. And he pulled out a giant clump of it. He broke it open and a whole bunch of termites came out of it. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Like, it, looks like, it just looks like dirt, you know? Yeah. So he showed us exactly where they're coming from, where they're burrowing in from, like their tunnel. Yeah. So he showed us that. The other guy didn't show us that. And you were throwing your money at him after that, right? Yeah. I was like, well... You, you obviously know what you're talking about. You're a major corporation that, that, you know, your whole business is built on this. And seems like you know what you're doing. So do I really have a choice in the matter? Not really. Would I rather, no matter what happens, as a homeowner, I'm going to spend the rest of my life paying, repairing yeah. and paying people to repair. Like there's, there's certain things, everything wow. that I can do on my own, I, about that. I already do on my own. You know, like I, I cut my own grass, you know, I, I do all the landscaping. I, I'll fix stuff within the house that I can do. If there's something that I cannot do like this, you have to pay somebody to do it. You're, 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 you're a slave to it. You're subject to it. You know, you, if what, you want your house to survive, you have to do it. What's it called whenever like, something is just in a <clears throat> constant state of deteriorating, which everything is or something? Yeah. But what is that? Life, like I guess. <laughs> it's like a physics thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. Entropy. It, oh, Yeah. That's exactly what a house is, dude. It, it's, you maintain a house as if you maintain your body. You're always, you are constantly going to be spending time, energy, and money keeping yourself alive. Yeah. You're going to do the exact same thing with your house. To what degree? It depends. It's, it's going to be a little different for each, each place, but yeah. we had the misfortune of being built on this lot. So I guarantee you, every, probably every other house on this lot, too, is doing the exact same thing. But on the bright side, at least there's no uh, Indian bones that you know of. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, no pet cemetery here. Yeah. Comanche no poltergeist chief here. Yeah. Sitting bone. And as. Sits on boners. As ungrateful as I sound, I still am grateful that we have a solution to this because it's, it's unavoidable. If you build here, it's, you're going to have termites no matter what. If you what. build it, they will come. Yeah, the termites. They, they come. They, they keep coming, but do, they, your do they ever arrive? They yeah. come in your wood. It's going gonna, it's gonna to suck having to continuously give them. Dude, it's, it's a payment every month. It's like 180 bucks a month. That's a lot of money. Forever. For the rest of our lives. Hey, if someone had a really good car payment and they bought like a Honda Civic, that's probably their car payment. Mm -hmm. It's not cheap. Uh, but the important thing is, is that we caught it in an early enough stage. There's no real damage. Yeah, structure you know. damage. <clears throat> yeah, there's no structural damage. Uh, they started like uh, not caulking up like the holes, but they put like more poison powder and to fill it up. 
so they put that in there too. So it should, it's supposed to keep them from coming in, but it's lined the entire inside of that tunnel with poison. So they're gonna, if they try to come in, they're going to eat that. They're going to die as they have been. He said it's going to be about six weeks before they're officially gone. Before their corpses start falling off your walls. Before, yeah, before I stop having a graveyard in my, my damn master bedroom. Yeah. It sucks, man. Like, and I got I got some a statistics for you to show you how uh, how bad termites are. Give me the numbers. So they damage approximately six hundred thousand homes in the U.S. each year. The only place that they're not in the U.S. that's a plague is Alaska. They don't exist in Alaska. Why not? I think it's the climate too cold. So, I guess they just don't do well in the cold. They can't put on a jacket. They have wings too. Maybe that uh, maybe they could uh, cover themselves with their wings. I don't know. They're stupid, dumb animals. I mean, bugs. <laughs> you mean to tell me they can't fly in the snow? <laughs> I guess Bobby. not. We might need to move to Alaska if I want to. There's there's a solution. If you want to avoid termites, move to Alaska or live in a live in space. Yeah, but then you have to buy like a husky or like a Alaskan Malinois. Mm-hmm. Then you, your house has to be made out of like ice cubes. Yeah, the rapper. You got to worry about polar bears, which apparently are the most vicious bears. Oh my God, they're dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, U.S. Re- U.S. residents spend an estimated five billion dollars annually to control termites and repair termite damage. So I'm not going to be one of those that's repairing termite damage. I will never allow that to happen. But aren't aren't you still going to the statistic a bit? No, no. I'm for sure within that statistic. Okay. Yeah, but I'm just not the repairing. I'm part. never gonna. I've caught it at the stage You're in the where preventing I don't, part. I'm in the prevention part. I will never have to repair it. As, for as long as I continue to prevent it, I will never have to repair that's it. Why is that this, that's that's what they say about cancer. It's much better to prevent it yeah. than to repair it. It's a, it's a subscription model. You know, you, you're trying to prevent entropy, the entropy of your house. You're trying yeah. to prevent your house from dying, just like you're trying to prevent your body from dying. Yeah. It's going to cost money. Also, um, children, they say it's better to prevent than to repair. Yeah, that's true too. Orion, I hope you stay healthy for the rest of your also life. Also syphilis. <laughs> Don't forget about syphilis. Uh, according to the United States Department of Agriculture, U.S. residents spend at least $1 billion on Formosan uh, I don't know, uh, termite control and repairs each year. Some, es- uh, some experts estimate the number to be closer to $2 billion. Uh, he showed me like a map, too, of what the tunneling system looks like. And it, it's like it could, it could be the size of this entire lot. Just thousands and thousands of tunnels leading from like one central source, basically. It's how, terrible, man. How scary is that? It's very scary. Like you, you can't stop it. The only thing that you can do is is keep them at bay. What if you're Ant Man? Could you stop it? Because you're not Termite Man. No, dude. He would. He would get overrun. He would die. Because they're termites. There's so many of them. Because there's so many of them, and there's yeah. there's different species. and they have wings too. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's different species too. Like he showed us too, like this whole list of them. There's like there's like ten different types of termites. Okay, this 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 sounds really stupid and crazy, but hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. What if you purposefully introduced a like more ravenous species that doesn't affect your house? Like what they're doing with mosquitoes? I don't know. Maybe like like what if you brought some like African <clears throat> fucking hornet ants? That eat termites or some shit. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of your life, you got to worry about stepping in a pile because they'll <laughs> fucking like destroy your leg. But you don't have yeah. termites anymore. Um, you know what? That might. I think I might actually prefer that. 
Yeah. I might prefer something like that. Um, and all you got to do is buy two, a male and a female on Amazon or like Alibaba. Mm-hmm. Just get like some exotic species mm-hmm. that will fuck up the termite population, yeah. and, but they don't eat wood at least. I, I, I think I'd take a few stings to, to get rid of these pests. Yeah. These pieces of shit. I believe you. Yeah. yeah. What, a, what a nuisance. It's terrible. Pest stands for piece of enemy shit termites. Today. <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah. Termite. It's terrible, dude. Um, I don't wish it upon anybody, not even my worst enemy. When you get a house, my man, I hope you don't have to go through it. But if you do, I hope that you can find it as soon as we did and prevent it from destroying your life. I just hope I get a house someday. It'll happen. Still waiting. Yeah. Waiting for it to come in the mail. Now, you know, it's just like the lottery. You just, you just get luck and get one. Have you tried to drown a termite yet? Like throw, throw one in your pool? No, because like every... Every one that I've ever seen have been a corpse. Like they've just been dead on oh, my. Because they're ninjas. They're like yeah, possums. You got to poison. You got to poison them. They're like possums. They're just playing dead, maybe. And then when I, when I leave the room, they get up and play like Toy Story. They're like munch, munch, munch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gone. And they just like yeah. start chewing at my wall and shit. Dude, have you tried to mic your like the tunnel to like see if you could pick up some sound of when they come out? They're like munch, munch, munch. Yeah. He's gone. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell? That's so scary. Yeah, they're terrible. But yeah, uh, you just hear this. Ew. Is he asleep? <laughs> Why is that? Yeah. Is he asleep? Is he asleep? Um, Let's get the wood. Yeah, I'm like a. I think I'm so far beyond rage about it that like I feel kind of defeated. You know, like yeah. I, I'm not even wasting time and energy on it anymore. I'm just like, you know what? If I got to pay money to get this done, then so be it. And and when I see these yeah, corpses, bite, bite the bullet. And when I swim, like when I sweep them up too, and just like put them in the dustpan, I'm no longer just like just like cussing under my breath. Like I'm just like, really, it is what it is. Any day now, you know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, congratulations, termites. You defeated me. You uh, broke past my rage barrier and uh, have sent me straight into despair. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's not uh, a good feeling, man. Apathy, maybe. I'm very apathetic about it now too. Yeah. It's just like it's just well, any day this should uh, sh- this should hopefully stop. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I feel like it's the only way to stay sane. You know. Yeah, I, I think truly insane people will continue to push that rage barrier. But when you realize that you're up against something that has existed since maybe the beginning of time uh, on Earth, they might be dinosaurs. They could be older than dinosaurs too. Like, so, and, and not only that, but an immeasurable amount of them, uh, dude. The what, only thing that you can do is just give up. <laughs> what if they came on a meteorite like Genova? Oh shit! Wait, have you seen a quiet place? No. Yeah, let's go with Genova. Yeah. Okay, you gotta tell me about that later. Yeah, you gotta see the movie, dude. It's great. It's, it's a great. movie. It's a gr- oh, it's a brilliant movie. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen a quiet place, go watch it because it's amazing. It's a Final Fantasy VII movie. No, 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 no. It's a it's a horror movie. It just came out with uh, oh. Jim from The Office. Okay. I'll, I'll go watch it, I guess. What's that? What are you doing? Why are you touching your nose? Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, nice, nice going, Termites. You've, uh, you've done what no other thing in this world has done. You took me down. Have you ever snorted a pile of termites? Yeah. Why do you think there's no uh, corpses in my, my bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's intense, man. Yeah, it's terrible. You, you're fighting against an innumerable amount of enemies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, yeah. It's impossible. You can't beat them. All you can do is keep them at bay. It's tough. 
That's like paying taxes or something. It is exactly like paying taxes. <laughs> it is. Uh, no, no. Actually, it's worse because at least when you retire, you don't have to pay those taxes anymore. You get your, they start paying you back. Uh, That's true. When, by the time I retire, they're going to eat my body. Oh, so. wait. Actually, no. Um, because uh, don't you, if you will your money to someone, whenever you give it to them, they have to pay taxes on that money? Yeah. But that's if you... See, my, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spend all my money before I die. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow it all on, like, uh, a thousand mic booms, and I'm going to buy a bunch of springs and sprockets for, uh, for just, just for nothing. I'm going to have a big, old, a big old room full of trash bags of springs and sprockets, and I'm going to have a bunch of, uh, like, uh, Da Vinci paintings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend all my money on Da Vinci paintings and put them all around the room that I'm dying in, like if I'm in a hospice or something, and then I'm going to spend the rest of it on really good soundproofing and then i'm gonna die actually i'll leave enough to, to pay for the coffin and the ceremony and you know the funeral and all that shit uh but other than that no because i don't want the government to get any part of that so what are you gonna and don't do? even think about taxes when i when i buy all this stuff don't even don't even put that in the equation oh sales tax yeah think about that <laughs> don't I, even didn't, the- I didn't even think about that well then but <laughs> what, what is orion gonna do with a bunch of springs and sprockets though Dude, he could like, I don't know, he could spring and sprocket stuff. I mean, if he's smart enough, he could make a robot. <laughs> Maybe he could bring me back to life. <sighs> yeah, there's a guy trying to do that. I forgot, I'm not going to get into it. But uh, it doesn't matter, because what are we drinking today, my man? We're sipping on some delicious Urban Alchemy Coffee Plus Wine Bar Coffee. Yum. Yeah. These guys are the best. Uh, you know them, you love them. If you have not had them yet, you need to have them because they are just that damn delicious. We drink them every single week. I drink them every single damn day because of how good they are. Uh, we're sipping on that sweet, sweet house blend today. The house blend, yeah. man. And it's going quick, dude. Yeah, it is. We almost need another bag, yeah. surprisingly. They might be like, whoa, 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 what are you guys like eating this? And we're like, yeah. Yeah. How'd you know? Yeah. It's uh, a plant of Costa Rican, Brazilian, and Guatemalan beans. Yeah, yeah. those are the best beans, but you, if you mix them all together, you get the house blend. Yeah. Yeah. The beauty about a, about a house blend is that, you know, you get, you get the variety of the different beans, you mm-hmm. know, but not the ups and downs. It's yeah. much more to the point. Yeah. If, if you were to, like, open up, like, a periodic table uh, app or something and you start combining like elements you know it'll show you what the new element is yeah well if you do that with these beans you combine them all a bag of uh house blend will pop up on the screen to show you that that's what this creates yep. that's how that's how scientific and delicious this and, house blend and you is. know how on anime they have attribute circles where it's like like those spikes Speed, attack and, yeah it's all, it's all the attributes yeah well the taste for this one is like it's like all the way over there. Yeah, it's very true. And it wakes you up <laughs> super fast. Can you not do that during our, during our reads? <laughs> that, and that was my best one yet, too. That's probably not, not a good spot to do it, but that's how delicious it is. Uh, yeah, that's uh, Urban Alchemy Coffee and Wine Bar. You can check them out at 403 East Main Street here in Arlington, Texas. If you don't live here, come live here for the coffee. Come live here. And what time can they do that? 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. Basically all the time. Monday through Saturday. The only day they're closed is Sunday, but if you have gone there enough times, you've probably bought a, a bag for yourself so that, you know, Sunday you can just brew it up yourself. You can learn how to do a pour over. Yeah, on your own self. An over pour. You know, all the other kind of pours that they got. Yeah, under pour. Under pour, yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, what was the slogan? Uh, oh, it'll make you move. It'll make you move. It'll make you move, man. You come here, try it once. It'll make you move. 
Just ask Stereos Coconuts. He's moving here just for the copy. Yeah. That's what um, he said. Unconfirmed, but probably. That's a direct quote from him. Straight from him. Straight from the mouth of the Greek. Straight from the mouth of the Greek. Thank you guys so much for, uh, for doing this for us every single week. We love working with you. We love going there, uh, trying the wine, trying the Tony's pick, trying the, the, the meatses. You got the tapas. You got the, the, uh, all the other selections that they've got there. The cheeses. You all know. the yummy yums. Yeah. And, the, and they're cool people there, too. Yeah. Everybody's super nice. Don't forget the cool environment, for sure. Yeah. And you can go study there. They have free Wi-Fi, I think. I don't know. Don't, yeah. don't quote me. It's a cool place. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. Th- Urban Alchemy, we love you guys. Yeah. We, we truly, truly do. You guys are the best coffee out there. So that's been a sode, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. As always, big episode 38. That's insane, 38. Bro. Big episode 38. That's insane, bro. Did you ever think 38 weeks ago that we'd be sitting here in your new house, riddled with termites, <laughs> sipping on Urban <laughs> Alchemy, having just interviewed James Vick, Last week we had a stereos on. Like, what is life? Life yeah. has gotten crazy, man. So, uh, I didn't. <laughs> I think I could safely say I did not expect this to happen in 38 exact weeks with a termite riddled house, uh, interviewing one of my favorite podcasters and personalities of all time, and then one of your favorite UFC guys of all time. Uh, it was also I would say my favorite cool just because I know him. Yeah, he's a cool guy, man. Like yeah. I said, I'm stoked. I am stoked for his match. I yeah, really am. Me too. So we're going to be watching it. Maybe we'll uh, live broadcast us our reactions. Or we something. need to do that. Yeah. We have to do that. For sure. That's a good idea. Hey, maybe we'll uh, tweet out our, our locations. That way our local fans can come watch it too. Let's do it. Let's do it, my man. Yeah. So big, big thanks again to James Vick for coming out, spending some time with us, especially right now. I know you're in camp and super busy. So uh, thanks to him. Thanks to... Uh, wait, do we have any voicemails or any emails? Oh, shit. We actually do. It's sorry. It's been so long. Danny is just, you know, he's he just doesn't like you guys he's as cutthroat. much as we like you. So uh, he hasn't been letting any of your voicemails through. But you know if what? You call in, you got to be funny. You know what I did? This time, I was like, Danny, you st- stupid shit ass little boy. And I hit him right in the mouth. And then I grabbed the computer from him. And, and then I, I found, kissed him. And then I found a whole uh, gigantic... Uh, bundle of voicemails that he didn't let through and then I uh, accidentally deleted most of them except for one of them so that's how we got this voicemail how elaborate hey it's your boy <laughs> Hugh Jackson Hugh Jack fan yeah hey we should put a question mark at the end of his I name I appreciate now. the shout out yeah and it's an honor to be wanted by us for sure yeah so hit me up we you are. know where to get me Huge Jack fan at gmail.com. I wonder if that's real. I hope that's real. Do you think, wait, email I him. I want to talk about a stereo. Uh, all right. He sounds awesome. He was. No homo. I like his voice. <laughs> Thank God you put no homo there. I like your voice. That's funny, you know. Homo. His name sounds like a Mexican trying to say stereo. Stereos. <laughs> somebody turned on. El stereo, yeah, you know what I'm saying. El stereo, sweet. Yeah, but um, that is true. He's right. That's why I like the guy. He made me mad. Uh oh. What is he trying to say about Chappie? What's wrong with Chappie? It blows dicks. Well, he doesn't like Hugh Jackman or something. Wait, was he in that movie? Oh, we 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 have a problem here. Uh oh. I thought he was talking about Cappy. Okay. Cappy. Oh, from I'm about Mario. to go all Hercules on somebody and throw somebody off the wall. <sighs> That's a callback. Don't want that to happen. But um, it's effective. I love the know. episode. I love you guys. Hmm. And I'm looking forward to an email. 
Thanks, puto. Okay. I'm guessing you're Mexican. Thanks, my man. Yeah, it's uh, it's our very favorite uh, Mr. Huge Jack fan. Uh, yeah. You all heard his email address, so if that's real, I'm, we're going to email it. Send all your dick pics. Send all your dick pics to him. As I'm a digital cyber demon. Maybe we'll have Asterios reach out to him, too. Dude, I hope that's a real email address. I'll be so happy. I'm, I'm not even kidding. We're going to email it right after this episode. We're gonna Right, right when we're done, we're going to email it. We'll let you guys know. We'll report back. And uh, you know Also, what? Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman. There you go. See, so you should be happy now, you, you bitch. You should yeah. love it. It's a, it's, a, it's a good thing. It's a good episode. It's a good show. We got our man, huge Jack fan, calling in all the time because we love his yeah. voice. He loves the show. He's huge. He's, he's jacked. He's a fan. And he's a fan. You know, we love that guy. Yeah. We definitely For sure. So if you guys want to reach out to us and uh, have us play your voice email like mm-hmm. we just did mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, or possibly email us, you could do it where and where. You can do it right there at 682-422-9458. Or if you want to spell that out, uh, because it's easier that way. You know, you got to put put some... No, what's what's wrong with you? No, it's a real word. It's Moobie22Z58. Oh, that's right. Because it's the name of my uh, droid. See? Yeah. Yeah, It's it's, it's that easy. I'm like, make me another coffee, (laughs) 2Z58. Oh, so you just short? Oh, cause you're a first name basis, you know, nickname basis. Yeah, because so, we're cool. Yeah, you just shorten it up. You know, yeah. Instead of like three PO. Again, uh, movie two two Z five eight. That's all you got to do. If you can't remember that, I, we can't help you. Yeah, we can't help you if you can't remember that. Yeah, three five eight. Unlock the doors. Yeah, and he's like, beep, 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 beep. yeah, and then uh, and then he does it. And we also got some new listeners in new countries. Ooh, I love My countries. Man, let me go ahead and. Uh, find it uh, wherever it happens to be. It's uh, where they it at? Is, uh, oh, okay, at? I found it. Uh, give a special American hero to uh, wait. Hold on. Sorry, they changed it up for me. Give a very special hero to Tel Aviv, Israel. 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 But don't piss them off. Yeah. Don't. That's where. Don't Krav- get. Don't get. Don't get in trouble by listening to this podcast. That's where Krav Maga's from. Yeah, don't, uh, you just, just got to be careful. Uh, Toronto. L'chaim. Toronto started listening to us. Oh, Toronto. We had, who did we have last, last week? One of the, the other ones. No, no, one of the other Canadas. One of the Canadas? Yeah, one of the other uh, provinces in Canada. Oh, yeah. Something like that. They're all Canada to me, so. But now we got Toronto. Uh, we also got Istanbul, Turkey, which is where they make cymbals, which is uh, very near and dear to my heart because, you know, I like to hit cymbals. Uh, so that's, a, that's a lot I of feel like me. I don't know about that fact. That's a lot of fun for me. And uh, Dhaka, Bangladesh. Dhaka. Dhaka. Ah, oh, Dhaka, yeah. Dhaka, I hardly know what. <laughs> so dumb. Probably because <laughs> I was there like not too long ago. Yeah. Oh, you weren't? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, dude, so we, um, we definitely appreciate everybody that checks out the show and listens to us, especially if you're in a foreign country. Uh, I hope you know what we're saying. Oh my God, please email us if you're from a foreign country. We would love to hear- Let us know, man. Your opinions. Yeah. Uh, Idiotsyncraticpodcast at gmail.com. Just let us know how, how different are our opinions- <laughs> How? How? Compared to yours. Especially yeah, with a lot of the political stuff that we talk about because it's, it's going to be radically different wherever you might be. Yeah, and we're curious to hear your side of the story. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you don't if you don't agree with us, go fuck yourself. But we can uh, we're open to yeah. both sides of everything, and you might change our opinions because we're very open to everything. But go fuck yourself. That's very true. Fuck you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But for real, yeah, hit us up. Let us know. We'd like to know. Yeah, that's all I got, my man. What you got? That's it, man. Good, great episode as always. Yep. 
It was, it's been fun. Yeah, it has. This is the very last episode of Idiot and Syncratic. We'll see you guys later.